0: Ready and get over here. Right now?
1: You darn tootin'.
0: Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, he's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right.
2: What's going on everybody, Vince Wright live and direct on a very special Monday edition of Sports Done Right, oh man, so much going on in the world here, I couldn't wait till tomorrow night, and we will be here tomorrow night by the way, Uh, just couldn't wait to get to you here, so we're going to have a little fun tonight, no notes, I got nothing, we ain't going to go over uh, Peyton Manning and his 71,940 career passing yards. The five hundred and thirty-nine touchdowns, the career four-pass TD games. You had 31 of those. He had eight hundred and eight one hundred and eighty-six uh career wins at quarterback, single season passing yardage record, yada, 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 and on it goes. So all right, man. Again, we wish you well, Peyton Manning. But you still got some HGH to answer for, my friend And you also, yeah, that's right You heard the audience there You also got a few other things to answer for In terms of uh, allegedly teabagging a young trainer At the University of Tennessee All right, other than that, man uh, What is going on? Uh, Again, Vince Wright, sports governor Doing his thing And... Sorry, got a little call here on the private line that I had to uh, get to here. Looks like we may have to resend some alerts out for the show. Um, Other than that. Hope everybody has had a great weekend. Um, I know I did. I know the first lady did daughter. uh, Sydney did a great job at basketball. And... um, Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, Sydney did a great job at basketball. The Stillwater 7th grade girls team. Heck of a job. (laughs) Gotta give it up for them. Gotta give it up for them. Definitely doing their thing. So, what can we say? But again, I am Vince Wright, sports governor. And I hope everybody is uh, enjoying a well up here in minnesota very nice monday it's cloudy but you know we almost got to about 70 degrees today gotta love that up here in the twin cities in the the (laughs) first part of march there absolutely i don't know why you're laughing i love it i love this weather we're gonna have early ice outs going here Um, we're gonna have all kinds of stuff so uh oh gotta say what up to my main man here we got a special announcement once we get uh, a few more people in the chat room But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up to my main man, Mr. Dollars and Cents, Mr. Reggie Lawrence. What's going on, Reg? All right. Big Reggie Lawrence in the building. Yeah, 60 degrees out here in the Twin Cities. I'm sure it's pretty warm out there in Michigan where Reggie is as well. So, Reggie, um, I did send out alerts to our crew. I actually sent out a second alert to the chat rooms there. So uh, hopefully everybody will get those and I'm sure be popping in here momentarily as uh, we are doing a little Monday night raw version since the governor's been getting trolled by a certain uh, gentleman named Woody, a.k.a. from St. Paul, by the way, who wants to be uh, quote unquote the next sports governor. But we're going to get into that here real, real soon, man, real, real soon, uh, what else we got going on here, obviously, the Peyton Manning, uh, retirement, eh, whatever, good riddance, uh, you know, uh, uh what else we got here, Um uh, oh, Maria Sharapova, man, doing her thing, um, she's gonna have to serve a little suspension there for, uh, testing negative on a, uh, prohibited drug that she said that she was given, by her family doctor now how long that suspension is going to be we're going to find out because that's going to kind of tell you the seriousness of everything here she says it was um a substance she had been taking for basically forever she's been getting it from her family doctor supposedly so um we will see we will see folks so Um, outside of that what else we got going on here Um, NBA news everything's still going there we are locked and loaded actually set now for the conference championship tournaments um, for uh, the college basketball and the other thing that we are set for personally for me it's golf um the first daughter is actually out here in the backyard swinging the clubs away so um from basketball to football or to football to golf and that's my little girl what can i say that is her so all right dollars and cents in here in the chat room oh how can we forget thank you for bringing it up and of course uh breaking news here aaron andrews Uh, Former ESPN sideline reporter now over at Fox Sports was awarded fifty five million dollars in her uh, uh, lawsuit against the hotels and that stalker of hers that uh, filmed her without her knowing it at the hotel. So Marriott is going to be shelling out a lot of money to Miss Andrews. I you know, I knew she was going to get a lot because you can't mess around with women and their safety uh it's it's just it is what it is uh, dollars <laughs> dollars on <I'm> for <laughs> dollars you got to quit dollars says she can get it she is a uh, cute lady <laughs> she's a cute lady but keeping it on track here man. Uh, here's the thing you can't mess with women's safety uh they there is a very interesting article by sporting news dot com today that talked to a few of the female reporters and uh you know from the various networks and what they do for security and you know how they go about their business and, and you know they'll change names when they get there they'll they'll just take a look around um i forgot the name of the uh lady there from the yes network she travels with the yankees and she talked about you know how the yankees actually have a superior security system so they actually get their uh, hotel keys while they're still on the bus in transit to the hotel. They don't even have to go to the front desk to check in. Another lady talked about how she was, uh, in a sense, a platinum member of a hotel's um, uh, club, you know, kind of like your airline miles. These were the hotel um, perks here, uh, hotel points. And she noticed that when she checked in uh, that the names of all those uh Uh, preferred members were brought or were displayed up over the uh, front desk there so anybody could come in and see who was staying there Uh, didn't have the room number obviously but you could see who was staying there so it was very very interesting and you know so i knew aaron andrews was going to get some mad mad money and it is what it is dollars says oh sorry i overstepped my lines on occasion yes you do sir And again, you're listening to Vince Wright, Sports Governor, Sports Done Right. We're just doing a little Monday uh, trolling episode here. Like I said, I don't know how long I'm even going to be on, but just wanted to talk on a couple things. We're going to get at uh, this so-called Woody from St. Paul who wants to run against me for Sports Governor. Um, We're going to see if we can get some more people in the chat room here since we wanted to kind of keep the real cast flavor going for you today because... You know let's face it on the regular sports y'all all it is going to be is Peyton Manning Peyton Manning Peyton Manning so uh, we are done with Peyton Manning Peyton Manning is done with football and you know I gotta say you know I, I'm sure Peyton to his friend, stand-up guy so on so forth and um, but when it broke that him and his father particularly his father um, once this so-called alleged teabag episode started, I just could not get over the fact that they, in a sense, tried to blame it on the black guy, someone, any black guy on campus at the university of Tennessee to keep Peyton out of trouble. So it is what it is. Up, ah, we got our first call of the night. Let's check it out. Yo, yo, yo. Would this be Mr. Dollars and Cents?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? How you doing, hey,
2: Governor? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for dollars and cents. Reggie Lawrence is in the house for Michigan. <laughs> What's going on, sir? How man, you doing this fine Monday?
3: Man, my brother, let me just tell you, you can tell when the weather changed, because, man, ninjas already start acting the fool, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I up lying. in my spot, and <laughs> I said... Here we go. It must be past
2: 55
3: degrees, bro.
2: Oh, absolutely, man. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful here oh. in Minnesota as well. So, yeah, man, people had tops down, everybody walking around in shorts. It's that time of year, Reg. It's that time of year, man. How you been doing?
3: Man, I've been busy. Governor been busy, man, between, you know, trying to coach a little league baseball i um, been doing some DJing gigs, and then, you know, I do pharmaceutical thing, man. So I'm trying to hustle and grind, bro. Hey, you it know, sounds about like that's
2: exactly what you're doing.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I can't get by on my good looks, you know what I'm saying? So I got to figure, I got to probably put in a nine-to-five for the most part. <laughs> no,
2: I hear you, no, man, I it,
3: hear you. Is Sid the Kid going to be the next, uh, well, what's Tiger Woods' um is it what cousin that's a pretty good golfer oh, her niece
2: good. or his niece yeah what is it uh Alexis yeah she's fine too
3: but can can Sydney swing the sticks or what bro
2: hey yeah she can man she just won the um I think it was the Australian Masters or something like uh two three weeks ago for her uh mm-hmm. first L- LPGA win and yeah she she fine as hell man She she definitely fine she got that body going um I had of course I had to wait for the first lady to kind of ease away from the situation room when i broadcast that
3: yeah
2: but yeah but yeah red shes she's the real deal man she's uh she's a good player um obviously uh has the pedigree she has tiger in her corner so you know and you know women's golf you know not only the, does men's golf need another brother, but women's golf definitely needs a little sister to get in there and kind of shake things up and F it's Tiger's niece, Man, can you imagine the media circus if that lady starts winning?
3: Yeah, you know, even if she can do remotely, you know, anything like the Tiger was, even just win tournaments, because, you know, I found it interesting. What was the one Asian golfer who was really good, but she kind of flamed out, but she was uh, winning at Stanford too. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Um, Michelle Wee. That's it. She was kicker than one of the Lopez brothers. But, uh, uh, right,
4: right, yeah, she right, was yeah. big time,
3: man. But, yeah. So, if she could win, you're right, man. She would um, really bring a lot of people, a lot of cash to women's golf. I'll be honest with you. I'd even start watching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing is, man, um, I you know, I I I do enjoy the women's game. Um, you know, if I'm kinda home chilling and it's on, you know, I'll mm-hmm. throw it on for a few minutes. Now, speaking as a guy, Reggie, some yeah. of these girls out here in these wonderfully tight outfits definitely will get mm-hmm. your eye attention. And, you know, I think that unfortunately that's what the LPGA has kinda looked to do. Um, you know, they've made no bones about it, actually. Uh, they sent out a memo a few years ago telling them basically that sex sells and to kind of, you know, doll yourselves up a little bit. But um, the, Alexis has talent, and if she can get it going and get in there with some of the top-ranked players in, in ladies' golf, you know, she'll she'll be all right.
3: Yeah, um, I'm waiting for somebody to come out with some, like, was it Venus? No, Serena Williams-type getup. Because, I mean, other oh, girls be showing all her goodies Ooh. at the at tennis match. <laughs> man, can you
2: believe she wore that see-through shit?
3: Man, no, nah, Vince. I was like,
2: damn. <laughs> oh, you know man. what I'm, I'm saying? I couldn't you. believe they you let know. her
3: on TV like that, bro. Now,
2: I, no I, could, I I could not believe it. I saw, hey, man, I saw the post up there in the Facebook, you know, in in, in my threads and all that stuff, man. I I could not Mm -hmm. believe it myself, man. I could not believe it. But, hey, you know, Reg, we're just in a different time, as Doug, you know, Doug Stewart likes to say. We living in a time.
3: Yeah, man. I mean, um, I'm just remembering back when I was kicking in, I thought I was cool with a pager. You know what I'm saying? You would type like, what was it? Ho oh, backwards. What was it was like 403. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Right, yeah,
2: yeah, like, exactly. You was, you was
3: doing <laughs> something like that. But. <laughs> MySpace and, you know, the AOL was the lick, man. I don't know if you remember that, but that damn chat room was off the chain. Um, the AOL uh, special rooms they had back oh, in the day. Oh, man, you know, that yeah. started everything.
2: Hey, when, when America yeah, Online I, started this thing, man, and those um, yeah. little private chat rooms.
3: Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir, dog. That,
2: you, you can get that in trouble there, man. Gov. Hey, Gov had to watch himself, man. All of a sudden, you find out you're talking to a little 14-year-old <laughs> or something, man. You got to steer clear.
3: You know, I didn't even think about it back then. If you think about it nowadays, we really could have got caught up in a lot, man. Because, yeah, I was just hollering, just spitting games. You never know if it was somebody, you know. Uh, man, I got to tell you this funny story, though, so. You know, we boys, and I can share this. So, yeah, I was hollering at this little, uh, you know, this little honey or whatever. And, um, you know, I was I was the, the 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 setup then. So I ended up getting the digits and the address, bro. So I'm thinking, like, yeah, I'm about to do a little something-something, Vince. Something. Man, I drive over this chick spot, man.
0: <laughs>
3: and just like a ninja, man, you would have thought I was a cat burglar. She uh opened the window, and I, like, climbed through her bedroom window, bro. And, um, right. you know, so we about to get it in, and then next thing you know, her mom come it in. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh man, snap. this man, I looked, and I was like, what do I do? Do I go out the door or do I go back out the window, bro?
2: <laughs> oh, man, what'd you do? What'd and you do? I was like,
3: hey, man, I took the same route that I came in. I climbed back out the window, and I bounced.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, the good old days, man. The good old days. There's yeah. been, hey, there's been plenty of times where I, I've gotten, uh, had to shimmy down the pole, shimmy out a basement window. <laughs> I mean, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, the as as Doug would say, to get that nutzy. So,
3: yes, sir. So, what about?
2: So, is your daughter? She got game then, or what? How's she doing
3: in golf? I mean, are we talking like maybe scholarship for
2: her well, or how she did the kid? We are, now we're a long way from scholarship, but. <laughs> she's just getting started with it. I mean, she's played with us before and you know, she she really does have a nice little swing, you know, probably got a little bit mm-hmm. of her mom's genes from the for the golf side. And you know, she you know Red she she's just uh, enjoying it right now, so um you know we're just gonna kind of let her ease into it and see what happens and um take care of business but before we go any further reg we gotta yes honor sir. my other minnesota homie just popped into the chat room uh, taking care of business but still tuning in we gotta give it up to ronald coleman rc from duluth minnesota big ron duluth, what is up? duluth. what's
3: up ron
2: Yes, sir. Duke, uh, Minnesota, about two hours away from us. And uh, R.C., uh, as uh, Jungle Brother would say, the right choice for the next sports governor of Minnesota. Uh, R.C.'s yeah. my main man, though. Uh, me and him share a uh, good friend in uh, Rob Mitchum, a uh, good common friend yep. that I grew up with down here in the cities. And uh, R.C.'s our main man because uh, Ronald oh, – I, I, looks like I chopped his name up. Uh, Ronald Cameron. Uh, did I say Coleman by mm-hmm. chance? Okay, my bad. My bad. No, but um RC he is uh, right. he's big into boxing. Uh he he actually yeah. writes on boxing and hopefully here we can have him on um in the next couple weeks. Um we got some good fights that are finally being made. Uh triple G. We got uh Andre Ward out there, uh, uh, him and Canelo probably down in the line. So yeah, Reg uh, RC's my dude. You know, I saw his
3: avatar in, in- you know, it looks like obviously he's pretty knowledgeable, not only in fighting but MMA. And I'd love to just kind of pick his brain. You know, I I, I haven't followed boxing, man. Since I'll be honest, since probably Mike Tyson. And then when you, you know, when you had um, the one guy, that the brothers, the Klitschkoff brothers became heavyweights. I kind of figured, man. You know, the minute that you can't get an out of out of work brother to be a heavyweight t- champion. You know, um, it was a wrap, man. I think boxing is just so fixed with, like, all these different weights and different belts. And, man, like, if you watch UFC, you know, you look at RC's um, avatar, bro. You looking at Holmes got beat, you know, and then my man from um, Ireland got beat. And then the previous time,
2: you know. Absolutely. What's your thoughts on that? You know, I, I had a real hard time getting into this MMA thing. Now, I remember back in the late 90s where all this got started with the ultimate fighting.
3: And, mm-hmm. you know,
2: back in the day, Reg, I had a cheater box. So I used to get all the boxing and all this stuff for free. And I just, you know, man, I could just never really get into this, uh, you know, back then UFC, now the ultimate yeah. fighting, uh, whatever you want to call it, MMA. I just couldn't get into it. I have tried over the years. I've watched some of these really? big fights, and man, I, and just quite honestly, and I know the younger crowd will probably troll me a lot once they hear this, but I just find it pretty boring. To be honest, really,
3: because I find boxing, I find boxing boring, man, and I'm I'm older than you. I just find it hey, totally well, boring. Nope, I
2: hear you. I hear you. And you know that's the thing too, Reg. And um, you know boxing to to younger folks is boring and to you know folks now you're now I'm 47 how old are you
3: I'm 43
2: okay okay and see I grew up with kind of that golden age you know coming through the 70s and 80s where you had the historic champions you know boxers that fought each other so yeah. I grew up with the great fights being made unfortunately kind of after Lennox Lewis and Tyson man <laughs> You know the heavyweights went down. Uh, not a lot of interest in Klitschko, uh, one or two, because of their you know their style, that Eastern European style that they brought. And you know, mm. I'll, say, I'll say this, Reg. I respect MMA. I respect what they've been able to do as a business. It just ain't my thing personally. All
3: right. So real quick, um, my man kicking it with Titi just showed up, brother.
2: Just wanted to let you know that. Wait, well, first off, we got to give it up to our main man out of Atlanta, GA, kicking it with T.C. and our other guy here. You saw he just popped in here. Let me play his fight song, and we'll get to the Chief Rockin' now. (laughs) Fifty-five (laughs) million. That's what Chief Rockin' man. What up, Vern? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. our um I'm in this bitch with 55 million. We'll share some man. Hit that donate button.
3: Right. No real talk. You know, this would be a question I got for you and RC and Jersey. Because you know, I man, I grew up again like like Thomas Hitman Hearn's and and Duran and Sugar Ray. But that shit has changed, bro. You, I mean, it, it's very rare to you get a legit. One versus two in boxing—that's my only problem, man. I, no, I like right. boxing, I like competition, but cats be ducking each other. Uh, you know, to one of them's past their prime, the other one's punch drunk. I just can't get in. You know, boxing—if dudes don't fight the best, you know, on a regular.
2: Well, you just named boxing biggest problem for the past twenty years. And Reg, before we go any further, let me jump in this chat room here because I know RC—he uh, had a good point. Uh, He says, he says, sub vents. The heavyweight division is starting to get interesting again. Luis Ortiz was impressive this past weekend. Anthony Joshua had some skills and Deontay Wilder is a budding superstar. So uh, speaking on that very quickly here, uh, Luis Ortiz, uh, Puerto Rican heavyweight. Uh, I think he's Puerto Rican or Cuban, one of them. Uh, He was on HBO this past uh, weekend. Uh, Looks good. He has a good style. Um, the guy he was fighting wasn't really much, but, um, you know, right. it was a good debut to get on HBO and yeah, the RC, uh, uh Ronald Cameron is definitely right, man. The, we are finally, hopefully starting to see a turn in that heavyweight division there, Reggie. I
3: don't know, man. You, how do you go 10 years and have an, have a Klitschko as a champion? Help me to understand that RC. I'm serious for <laughs> anybody. How do you go that long? And brothers, you know, and white guy and Hispanics, out of work, <laughs> no job, and, and not be a heavyweight champion. I mean, I don't give me this whole, like, they're playing football and basketball and all this other stuff. I don't get how that happens. No competition to Klitschko for the last 10 years.
2: But, you know, Reggie, um, you know, you just kind of gave yourself the dollars and cents of it, man, because that is what happened. You know, brothers have focused now on football and basketball, um, whereas boxing was more of an option for brothers and obviously in uh poor neighborhoods as a way out and things like that, man. But mm-hmm. a lot of guys started playing football and basketball and use that as their crutch to get out. Um, you know, you, you go to some of these boxing gyms around and you know, you're up in Michigan there. You're up in, in one of the boxing hotbeds of the country and man, there ain't nothing going on. Um, I think it's like this Reg, Much like, um, you know, everything else here, we've kind of shifted generationally. And boxing now is dominated by Eastern Europeans and um, Hispanics. And that's fine because they got some good fighters. But if you're looking for, um, you know, the hardcore African-Americans in this country, it is starting to dwindle. I mean, you know, there's Andre Ward out there. There's other fighters, Mm -hmm. but not like there used to be, man. Not at all.
3: Yeah, Jersey, um, Jersey Vern just said uh, heavyweights are playing football. So, um, you know, it's kind of like you had just said, you had, you know, um, talked about that. The question I have then, is you know, it, it, it's, you don't see a lot of Hispanics playing football. I see a lot of Hispanics, you know, in the lighter weights, the lightweights. Why is it that, you know, I, I can't even recall the last Hispanic heavyweight, it, you know, it won. Why is that, Vince? Um, so maybe RC can answer that. You know, just kind of curious about that.
2: I see in the chat room RC uh, had a very good take there. Uh, he was talking that he actually does enjoy MMA. He was very happy to see uh, Conor McGregor get his butt kicked this past weekend. Mm-hmm. However, as apparently a lot of people are, and I excuse that sound there. I'm on the uh, the uh, first lady's computer system here, and apparently I got to figure out how to shut her email down. But <laughs> we'll, we'll get to yeah. that later. But, um, you know, rc says agreed with dollar to dollars and cents but vince is right brothers would rather play football or basketball instead of box and yeah it's just a generational thing man you know um i think the problem is is that historically uh hispanics have not been i guess for ba- for lack of a better term Big mm-hmm. individuals, you know, like a Riddick Bowl, right. Lennox Lewis, you know, just by stature, they're a little bit smaller. So, um, you know, once we get used to that, um, it's just boxing is just going to have a different face on it. dollars.
3: You know, RC said, um, imagine if Steve Smith chose boxing instead of the NFL, he would have been a hell of a fighter. Very true. You know, you're right. A lot of athletes are choosing uh, boxing. But here's the thing a lot more athletes are choosing MMA than boxing. You know why that is, right, Ben?
2: Oh, what's that?
3: So, you know, my theory is that, okay, if you get knocked, if your ass get knocked out, then nine times out of ten, you got a damn concussion. (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. Very good point. Okay. And then you get a standing eight count, okay, and then your ass get blasted and get knocked down again. That's another one. You know what I'm saying? these guys are having multiple concussions and we, it's no different than, you know, the NFL players getting You getting No, nothing, you're, you're,
2: you are right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, so, I think that's the thing that definitely comes into play as well. It's like, look, I can go out here and bounce a ball on the court or I can go let some other big guy hit me in the head for 12 rounds. Well, I would, so then that, that
3: leads me to, you know, I would be a UFC guy. And the reason I say that is because, you know, there's a lot, more uh, disciplines, and you take a lot less punishment. It looks more gory, but you take a lot less head trauma and punishment. Boxing is to the body and then to the head. I mean, last I, you know, heard um, the fight doctors say, but the UFC, man, you can choke guys out. You can tap out. You know, you can get knocked out. I mean, it's just, I, you know, I can't recall the last person that died in a UFC um, match versus uh, boxing. You know, like Buku Kim. Yeah, That's Dooku like that,
2: Kim. Yep. Band, yeah, Boom Boom Mancini. Horrible day, horrible yeah. day.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a pharmaceutical rep, and believe it or not, um, Muhammad Ali um, lives down in Bury and Springs, so he calls on doctors. So I went in one day, and I'm talking to one of my doctors, and I look over, and I'm like, man, is that the champion? And, you know, sure enough, man, he was a shell of himself, brother. And oh, I look over, man. and I ask yeah. the lady, I go, is that who that think it is? She goes, who you think it is? I'm like, Is that the champion? She's like, nah. I go, yeah, yeah. She goes, all right, it's him. But, man, just to shell of himself from, you know, getting hit repeatedly.
2: Oh, did we lose you, Reggie? Are, Reggie, can you hear me? Are you there?
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you hear me?
2: Okay, hold on one moment here. So I'm not able to hear you uh, for some reason here, Reggie. Um, Reggie let me do this here. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to call you back in a moment here. Okay, but. Okay Um, Again I apologize Reggie is gone there I'm going to try and get Reggie back on here So let's do this Um, Thank you all for hanging with us in the chat room RC Jersey Vern Hopefully we'll have the rest of the crew in here Um, Big announcement for me and dollars And let's do this Um, Let's take a break I'm going to see If I can get um, yeah, it looks like we may have lost some sound here So let's do this I'm going to take a break here I'm going to try and get these phone lines going again And see if we can get our guy back on the phone um, I'm actually doing some audio stuff right now I don't know what happened there, Reggie, <laughs> at all So um, again, um, let me do this Let's get the break um, I have a story about Ali as well, seeing him in person that I wanted to expound on. We'll be right back. Sports done right. A special Monday night edition. And we will be right back.
0: attention all delegates the governor of sports talk radio cordially invites you to stay connected to sports done right join the conversation in the sports done right group chat on facebook or follow us on twitter at the big smooth one that's the big smooth the number one on twitter the mvp of online sports talk radio is here sports done right now let's get back to the show
2: and what is going on ladies and gentlemen we got everything figured out here the phone line was actually fine uh the bose speaker system here in the situation room went a little haywire uh for a quick minute so even though reggie uh was talking and everybody could hear him i could not hear him but anyway uh reggie is back on the line and reg one of the stories i wanted to share to kind of top on your ali story uh a few a few years ago I took um, First Lady and the kids, we uh, all went out to Arizona for a uh, spring break. We got a lot of friends out in Phoenix and, you know, she travels for work. So we used the Hilton points, had a nice little time. So I took my son and this was probably, oh, geez, maybe I can't remember seven years ago, maybe eight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we went down, saw the Phoenix Sun. It was when Shaq was playing for Phoenix. Remember that? Yeah,
3: yep, yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: so we're in. You know, we're inside. Uh, you know, the arena, America West, having a good time. Uh, beautiful arena, by the way, too. Uh, they did a nice job down there on that bad boy. But all of a sudden, we start hearing this chant. You know, and I'm kind of looking around because it's kind of getting louder and louder. And all of a sudden, it was like Ali. Ali and man I looked down there and there was Muhammad Ali and his wife being escorted you know from the seats because uh this was late in the second half so I'm sure they were leaving the game it was almost like the world came to a stop there was a basketball game going on the champ is getting a standing ovation you know the players are are kind of looking around going what the hell is going on Man, uh, yeah, Ali, you know, he just demands that respect. And I was just thankful, even though I caught him on the tail end of his career in the 70s. You know, he still gave us some good fights in the 70s. And, um, you know, I was just glad that I was able to see him fight. But unfortunately, Reg, there just ain't a lot of those fighters. And like you said, when fighters ain't willing to face, you know, the top fighters, then you're going to, you know, really just damage your sport. And, you know, that's what's happened to boxing uh, for a very long time now. Uh, And, Reg, before I turn the mic over to you here, I just wanted to get in. uh, RC has looks like top five all time. And we got number one on his list, Sugar Ray Robinson, which I totally agree with. Absolutely. Also, he has number two, Henry Armstrong. Muhammad Ali, number three. Joe Lewis, number four, and Willie Pep, number five. And for you uh, hardcore boxing fans, that is definitely a list of a man that knows what he's talking about. So, oh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, no
3: doubt. Say. Yeah, I'm looking at his list, and you're right, man. I'm like, damn, Henry, Henry Armstrong and, and Willie Pep. Um, You know, the one thing that was really impressive about Muhammad Ali is back, even back then, and that he refused to, you know, go to the, what is it, the Vien- Vietnam. And, and he was, right, you know, yeah. he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. He said, you know, the Viet Cong ain't never killed no ninjas. <laughs> no, right. So, and, you know, you know, even then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, no, you we'll know,
2: what it, Reg, you know, and, and that brings me to a good point here. And, you know, I, you know, I put it out there in the chat room. So people already know. But ladies and gentlemen, There is a reason that Dollar and Cents is on the show with us tonight, and we wanted to announce our brand-new partnership. Um, We are two brothers out here doing our thing, and we are joining forces, and we have come up with a new sports show for Friday night. And, uh, Reg, why don't you go ahead and do the honors, man? Tell the people the name of the show and uh, what it's all about.
3: Yeah, definitely. Well, first, I wanted to – you know, get some shout-outs to, uh, you know, the originators who kind of really got us started, got you started in me and that, you know, Jersey Vern and Jungle. I remember it first started out, you know, they were getting on me and getting on us. So, you know, it was fun, man. And then um, I, you know, definitely wanted to work with you. Had a lot in common. I mean, we both are here in the mid last and when it's freezing, it's freezing. So, um, you know, I thought we we click and get, you know, I mean, we saw, you know, we had tossed around a bunch of names. I think you and I finally came up to, um, you know, names for through. and you and I will be talking about many different things and and perspectives and so just fun. Oops, that
2: we and, and there no, you are. I, 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 yeah. so I was what, just saying you know, we what, were kind of losing you there, so we didn't really hear you there for a quick second there, Reg.
3: Oh, I apologize. No, I was saying, that. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, man. I think you and I have a really good perspective on uh, just politics and, and sports and fun and corporate America and just stupid stuff and you know, living up here when it's like 20 inches of snow and just being able to talk and expound uh, on a, a bunch of different things. And I think we're going to be able to bring in a bunch of different people to call in and, and follow our show, man. I don't know what your thoughts on that is.
2: Oh, you know, hey, you first off, it is indeed my honor to uh, co-host this show with you, man. And I, you know, I totally agree with you. Uh, me and Dollars and Cents got a, a very unique thing going up here. Um, I think we've both kind of hung out with the white ladies here. We got these biracial kids running around, but in today's world, um, you know, that is definitely becoming more and more the norm. So we definitely got a un- unique perspective there. And we're going to get into all kinds of topics, man. You know, uh, obviously there are lots of things going on in this country and in the world. And we're going to talk about not only sports, but all kinds of fun stuff. It ain't going to be heavy all the time, but this is a show where we're going to get into some stuff as well. And, you know, just hang out, man. So it is indeed my honor to do uh, the Sports and More show with Mr. Dollars and Cents, the greatest DJ out of Michigan, Reggie Lawrence.
3: You know, uh, uh, Vince, the one thing, too, I really would like to share is that um, if anything with this show and everybody else that follows it and everyone else's show is that we develop a network. And, you know, like, I mean, I have a DJ business. I do pharmaceuticals and, you know, you you with your work and Jersey and Jungle, that we all just make use of each other's talents and we also use each other as resources and just kind of help each other. And that's the other thing that I hope to gain from this. You know, real cast Rangers and, and just everything going on so that we learn from each other and we bond, man, because that's how everybody else is doing it. That's how all these other cultures are doing it. They're looking out for each other and they're, you know, getting together. And then one person eat, everybody else eats. You know what I'm
2: saying? Amen. Well said. Well said, man. And that's the thing about this show, people. Uh, The Sports and More show is going to be coming to you Friday night at 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. Um, Reg is also a master DJ, so we're going to, I'm sure, have lots of uh, fun music mixes going on for the breaks. And Reggie, this is definitely a a platform for you, man, so you can um, not only uh, display your talents on the ones and twos, you can let this whole world hear what uh, DJ Dollars and Cents is all about And before we continue, however, we got to give it up for ace number one, all the way from Georgia State University, number one alumni in the house. Let's give it up for our main man, Mr. Sluggo. What up, Sluggo?
3: What up, what up, what up? And uh, of course,
2: the the one and only... (laughs) That's right, folks. It's still number one in Minneapolis. It's still number one all over the Twin Cities. We're all swerving in our suburbans to Mr. John Fisher. What's up, Big Fish?
3: Patty cake, patty cake, microwave. I remember our classic battle when I first started with uh, the microwave, definitely. Hey, let me uh, get to a couple of chats. Is that our, our, um, you know, Get some of that chat real quick. Is that all right with you, uh, Ben? Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, all right. I got to say, what's up to my frat brother, um, Bosa? He said he can't chat right now. I guess he's driving. So, uh, let's see here. He said, yeah, Governor, I'm driving. Um, RC gave his five, and then um, RC said, "Thanks, dollars and cents." He's been watching boxing since he was six. Damn, that's probably in the black and white days. RC, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Chief Rocker had a, a good question. He had asked him about Marvin or Mar- marvelous Marvin Hagler. So uh, I don't know what your thoughts on him, but, man, in his prime, boy, Hagler was a beast. I mean, he just came forward and just came forward. He was
1: nasty. I don't know well, what your thoughts on no. Mark Hagler. Uh,
2: hey, first off, you are absolutely right. And, folks, again, you are listening to a special Monday Night Raw edition of Sports Done Right. And uh, we have on the line with us Mr. Dollars and Sid Reggie Lawrence. We are debuting a new show Friday night called The Sports and More Show here on spreaker.com we will be using the same phone number you'll be able to call in it's going to be a lot of fun we'll get into a little bit more of that later but speaking of marvin Hagler, one of my favorite boxers growing up man i was so disappointed when sugar ray uh, eked out that victory in their fight but marvin Hagler from brockton massachusetts um, one of the baddest men to ever lace up the gloves Uh, Just did it the old-fashioned way, Reggie. Just from the bottom, (laughs) the bottom to the top, as uh, Vern and uh, uh, Fisher would say. Uh, He's a blue-collar guy. Uh, You know the thing about Hagler. Nobody ever gave him anything, man. He went the hard way, and uh, you know he fought the epic three-round fight with um, Hitman Hearns, where that was literally the only. Yeah, and that was literally, I think, the only time I've ever seen Marvin Hagler stunned in his career um you know i know a lot of people and i know that sugar ray fight took it all out of him uh he retired shortly thereafter uh couldn't get the rematch apparently you know and i and i hate to say it as a marvin fan the more and more i watch the replays of that fight and and um ronald uh cameron i got all these fights on dvd that i've taped uh, over the years unfortunately i gotta say man i think sugar ekes it out <laughs> but regardless oh, was, oh i remember that fight yeah it was a great fight dollars it was a great fight man i uh, mean he could hit
3: but you know why it was one of the hardest hitters with was, was thomas the hitman Hearns. he he had a nasty jab it is well because whack, whack. yeah you know I'm saying? that cat had a jab
2: around the block and you know what it was with uh, no, Thomas you, you Hearns? He a punch, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He he had a glass jaw, but <laughs> it was his appearance. It was his appearance because he was tall, he was wiry, real skinny, and, you know, he didn't have muscle definition, really. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. he was just skinny. He kind of looked like J.J. from Good Times. But, man, <laughs> yeah, he, did. he, he, could, he didn't punch like J.J. from Good Times, I'll tell you that. But, like you said, man, all you he had to do shit out of you <laughs> yeah, exactly. all you had to do was tag him a couple good times in that chin and you had him but hey, the hit man, he definitely had his moments uh he took down Roberto Duran um you know he fought he got in there with Iran Barkley. again, this is when everybody fought each other, man so um that's yep. what it was and the chief rocker out here in the uh in the uh, room. The chat room here says training in Newark, New Jersey. Hagler was that dude. He won that sugar fight. Like I said, man, real close. Uh, RC says Hagler gave away the first four rounds by not fighting Southpaw. I scored it 115-113 for Leonard. And that's the thing, Reggie. Um there were so many close rounds in that fight. And you know, maybe that can be a homework assignment. We can maybe go back and all look at the uh the replay of that fight on youtube everybody scored and we can come back down the road and talk about it but you know it was that close a fight and when you have close rounds like that reggie they can go either way
3: yeah you know that's a, that is a good point i'm gonna check that out too um i know rc had put that he's one of the biggest Ali fans known to man and he was the greatest heavyweight of all time but ollie and many others emulated sugar ray robinson you know I, I I never really watched Sugar Ray. I just saw clips of him, and he was damn good. So what's say you and, and the other, you know, everyone else in the chat room regarding people emulating uh, Sugar Ray Robinson? I, I got to be honest. I didn't really, you know, I've never really seen Sugar Ray except just for a few little clips here and there.
2: No, I'm with you. Obviously, uh, you know, he fought back in the 50s, early 60s. Um, you know, he was the man. He was literally the perfect fighter. Uh, He opened up uh, Sugar Ray's nightclub up there in Harlem, and, you know, uh, he was the man. He was the man. You know, I I can't really speak on him, you know, totally. I'm sure uh, R.C. could a little bit better, but um, he was solid. And, you know, that's who Sugar Ray Leonard modeled himself after and and borrowed the name and everything. So, you know, he is arguably going to be number one or number two on most boxing historians top 10 or top five list or whatever and uh rc uh please type in there if you agree disagree we definitely want to get your point as well sir well
3: i want to ask rc what was the one uh bare knuckles uh brother that? He definitely had no bones about saying how he dated white women and knocked out white white fighters. Oh, Jack name?
2: Johnson. Yes. Well, oh, let's give it Yo, up to Big boy. Jack. Yo, boy. Woo! <laughs> that, that
3: brother was fighting back when they was looking cat, and he still didn't give a damn. <laughs>
2: hey, and there's been a, there's lots of good documentaries out there on him. I, I think HBO might have did a movie or one of the cable channels about his life. But, yeah, Jack Johnson, man, uh, first African-American heavyweight champion back, I think, in like 1905, 1908. Yeah, and yeah he, he didn't take it from nobody. He would beat you down. He dated <laughs> the white women um, when, uh, obviously, you know, people still remember slavery in 1908. I mean, you know. So no, right? do, Yeah, exactly. For him to do what he did, man. Woo. Uh-uh. You ain't uh, messing with Big Jack. Ugh.
3: Yeah, yeah, real quick, man. Wanted to ask you if you don't mind. I want to real quick switch topic and get everybody's thoughts. Man, what's your thoughts on the whole election, man? I, you know, I thought shit was going, you know, sideways eight years ago. You know, with, with Obama becoming the first president, and, and but now, man, it is just going crazy now with with Trump and Hillary and Sanders, and I've never seen more venom and just people just spewing nastiness on Facebook and. Yeah, I'm like, man, I don't recall no, it being you're
2: right. this crazy. No, you're, you're absolutely no. right, brother. And again, think, folks, Max? well, folks, um, I agree. I totally agree. Um, thank you for listening to Sports Done Right, by the way, here on Spreaker.com. Um, we're doing a little preview show here. Uh, new show coming on Friday nights with uh, Reggie Lawrence, who's on the phone line joining uh, the sports gov Vince Wright, and we are giving you a little bit of a preview of what we're going to be doing on Fridays. It's going to be the Sports and More show. Um, talking about the election, 2016. Let me tell you, um, as oh, I've oh, said... We can save it to Friday if you want, Vince, if not. No, no, I, I, no, no, you know, no, 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 we're good, okay. man. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, uh, you know, and I've, I've people who know me know I have been um, a political chameleon. I have voted for mm-hmm. Republicans. I have voted for Democrats. I have voted for everybody in between. A lot of independents. Um, Republicans up here tend to be more moderate. As a matter of fact, they used to be called the Minnesota IR party, which stood for independent Republicans. So uh, we okay. Republicans in Minnesota um, have a little different take on things than, than obviously what we're seeing now. Um, I think it's a mess. Um, it's it's a damn shame that this is what we're left with. And, and no disrespect, because I know there's Hillary supporters, there's Bernie supporters, Trump people, you know, Rubio. Um, you know, I'm glad that people are involved, and I do always say vote. Um, you know, as the sports governor, I got to. But, Reggie, let me tell you, man, I have never been more disappointed with a field of candidates in my life, in my life, my forty-seven years than I've ever seen with this crew here. Um, it starts with Trump, who I don't even probably—I don't even believe he believes half the crap he says. I think it's all a big game to him. I think he just wants to see how far he can push people. Like he said, Reg, he can go in the middle of Times Square and kill somebody and pick up votes. Yep. Yep. You know, that's that's the man, that's I, the I, I leading candidate for, for president for a major party in this country talking like that.
3: I mean, and I, I've never seen situations where, you know, you're, you're talking about um, <laughs> all of a sudden, man, white supremacists are coming out the woodwork and like, epic, you know, and just being loud and boisterous and pushing. And it's just kind of interesting, you know, had it been reversed, I really thought it was, you know, the major issues, but... You know, it, it is just kind of crazy. I guess we'll figure out where it all goes to. But I will just kind of you your thoughts on that. You know, one thing I did want to say, and I thought it was interesting. I was having discussions with somebody, and you know, they were beating up on uh, African Americans, and I'm, and saying, you know, why do African Americans typically always vote Democrat? Blah blah blah. And I and I did dug up some stats, and I said, do you do? If you do you, do you realize that it's actually ten to one more of um, you know, white voters show up to to uh the voting polls and this is based off of the uh it may have been 2014 anyway so my point to this person was is you do realize there's other people that that, um, vote democrat that are white and hispanic and whatever i said you should not be upset at african americans that typically vote democrat what you should do is be upset at you know fellow caucasians or whoever that vote republican you might want to spend more time trying to switch them over or excuse me more Caucasian that vote Democrat you need to maybe spend more time and switching them over to your thoughts versus being upset at people that have naturally voted one way so it's just kind of interesting how that you know breaks down
2: yeah man but, it's uh, gonna no you're right it's gonna be real interesting this year um you know Trump doing his thing and just to see how far it goes with him and obviously you got Hillary on the other side um you know first female uh possible uh president there and you know what i look at on the democratic side is you know hey i you know i respect you bernie but i don't know who's paying for for all the stuff he wants to do and man i just got the trust factor with hillary so you know my my disdain goes across uh party lines here
3: yeah yeah i totally agree with you um real quick so then back to the chat uh rc i didn't want to miss his uh post he had a very interesting uh uh, post. He said Jack Johnson was a trip. He's in my top ten. That documentary is called Unforgivable Blackness, a great documentary. I'm That's gonna look it. that up. RC you, is, is that yep. on Netflix you think or I'm trying to figure out I'm I'm gonna look that up. I appreciate you sharing that with me. I love um, you know, history uh events and, and documentaries and things like that. I always like to learn more.
2: Yeah, R C if you're out there um you know let us know where we can find that. I think you may be able to YouTube it. I know um it may be on netflix i don't know but it it's out there um i saw it a while ago very good and um don't forget it i think it was uh put out actually by pbs it may have been part of their masterpiece okay. series um of documentaries that they do as well and i think like i said i know hbo did something a few years back as well but you know, and, and by the way, there is, you know, film of some of his fights out there as well, too. So, you know, feel free to take a look at that, folks, if you're interested. Um, RC says, I believe it's on Netflix. So make sure you check that. Okay. He
3: said, as for Ray Robinson, he could knock you out with either hand. He was quick and he could take a punch. He was a complete fighter, that's for sure. He, he, I do remember seeing him clip that he, he, could, he could take a lick and he could definitely dish it out. So um, I'm going to check that out. You, did you get a chance to see that movie with the Jesse Owens story? Anybody uh, out in the chat room see that yet? I mean, I saw it. I thought it was pretty, um, pretty
2: outstanding, but did anybody else see it? I didn't see it. Um, and, again, you're listening to Sports Done Right on the Monday night here, and we got our uh, new co-host for our new show, uh, Reggie Lawrence on the line. Uh, we're doing the Sports & More show on Friday nights. So, again, I want to thank everybody in the chat room hanging with us on a special early Monday edition uh, sports done right, titled uh, Monday Night Raw, and RC. We got Jersey Vern out there, uh, Sluggos listening. Uh, John Fisher, Boosa's out there. Drive safely, Busa. Um, You know, hopefully we'll get Jungle Brother and his grandpa Cuddy up in here as well. But um, yeah, I love,
3: I love old Cuddy. Oh it's yeah, bitter, good old Mister Cuddy. I
2: love Cuddy. Yeah, he's a fun one. He is a fun one. And um, Cuddy has been trolling with uh, Mr. Woodrow from uh, the Delta of Mississippi. Now, Reggie, check this one out. We got some people here who want to run for my job as the sports governor of Minnesota, right?
3: Right, right.
2: Okay, so yesterday, apparently Jungle Brother was able to make contact with Woodrow L. Wood. Apparently, uh, Woodrow was born in St. Paul, minnesota somehow found his way down to the mississippi delta where he currently lives (laughs) and apparently uh, i don't know if he won the lottery or hit some food stamps or something but now apparently woodrow wood is coming back to build the mansion in saint paul and wants to run as the as the quote-unquote governor of sports talk well, yesterday, uh, Reg, I had to set them straight, and I everybody out there, make sure you listen to the last hour of Jungle Brothers' uh, Sunday service show yesterday. Man, we blew up the chat room, we blew up all the statistics, and uh, it was it was a good time. The governor stood in there, he fought for uh, his people, and but just go out there and um, listen to the last hour, and the gov got the last ten minutes in with Jungle. Man, Reggie, we, we had a blast, but I just want you to beware because I know these fools are gonna be out here trolling and calling in on our shows and trying to talk crap.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I welcome that. My man left in Minnesota and went down to Mississippi out of all places. Damn. I'm gonna be honest, man. After seeing Mississippi burning, I I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> and after being no. the blind side with the colonel <laughs> I mean, ain't no damn way I'm moving down to Mississippi, anywhere near
2: the Mason Ditch line. But I will say this: the Blind Side, Sandra Bullock, I ain't seen her fill out a skirt like that in a long time.
3: Yeah, she must have had some inserts because she did. She was looking good.
2: She (laughs) could have got
3: it, (laughs) yes, sir. (laughs)
2: <laughs> All right, oh, man. All right. Uh, rc in the chat room says uh sugar ray robinson talking about he was a playboy as well uh he definitely loved the women uh he had them on lock uh, may have been part of his downfall as it is with a lot of athletes but yeah he, he really was definitely was. a playboy what, what about what i had honeys too though right let me tell oh let me tell you this story about Ali man. Everybody settle in <laughs> with the sports governor Vince right Okay, I had this friend in college. I'm not gonna use her name because some people may know who she is, and I ain't trying to, you know, put her family <laughs> business out here like this. But check this. You can't out. come up with an alias? You're um, an okay, alias, yeah, you let keep it, Let's alias. Um we'll just say Sabrina. Okay, so okay, I know right, this girl work. named Sabrina in college. Before I get started on this story, though, first off, man, we got to welcome the other one in Ooh, the house, the main man, the Buckeye backing, the black quarterback preaching one and only all the way from Huntsville, Alabama. Give it up for that Ninja T from Huntsville. What's up, Ninja? I, I love Ninja, man. <laughs> That's You He, he just told me that I love
3: Ninja. He knows his stuff. That's his
2: deal.
3: You <laughs> uh, oh, talk fast a as a motherfucker, boy. Ninja <laughs> yeah. definitely should Ninja should definitely be one of like be 45, 45, 65, 65, 75, 75, 75, So I mean that brother. Ninja would kill it as an fast.
2: auctioneer. He would, he would. <laughs> he
3: yes, sir. As okay. Um uh, but yeah,
2: I'll get back to this story here. So Sabrina in college. I know this girl. Um lovely uh sister light skin. I, I thought I was I always thought Sabrina was mixed, but whatever. So we're <laughs> yeah, over at dude, Sabrina's place one night, me, few friends, you know, just hanging out, drinking, doing our thing. And so Sabrina, I, I don't know how we got on this topic. Sabrina goes, Hey, I know you're a boxing fan, right? And I go, Yeah. She goes, My mom used to kick it with Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, what w- w- hold up. What do you mean? Kick it. She looked at me like, if I got to explain this to you, brother, I mean, come on. So she proceeds He's to sticky and <laughs> Treat treated like boxing, stick and move, stick and move. <laughs> but um, so check this out, everybody. She goes and gets the family album and she opens that bad boy up. And there are about five picture, uh, five pages of her and her mom. First off, the first picture I saw was her mom in bed with Muhammad Ali and six other women around them. What? She was having damn yes. orgies up in that bitch. <laughs> and I mean, the, Ali's posing, man. I mean, it's it, you know, it's almost like it was a publicity shot of some type. But she said it may have been, but the party continued after photographers left. And then she started yeah. flipping pages and there were all these other pictures and her mom and Ali on the beach and this and that. And I was like, oh, Sabrina, look at you.
3: Was her mom fine or what? Like, could
2: she have got it? <laughs> <Her> <laughs> mom, I had if if it. I remember correctly, because these pictures are all in black and white. But she kind of had that Lena Horn look to her. So, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, you yeah. know, Vince, just so I can get you out, keep you out of trouble.
3: Let me. When I ask you a question, I'm going to say, if you were single, could she have gotten it? Or you can say, could I have gotten yes, it? Yes, and, and that's <laughs> and funny. I don't want you to get in trouble with the first and, lady. <laughs>
2: hey, first off, <laughs> I appreciate that there are dollars and cents. Because right through the looking glass here in the Situation Room, I have the first lady. She is at her desk. She is looking at me right now. She's listening, and she's kind of shaking her head with that uh, little smile on. But, you know, she gets it, man. The one good thing about the first lady, um, you know, of course, she loves the gov. She fights hard for her man. Um, she has a little bit of a jealous streak, but she keeps it in checks, and she realizes, hey, man, and I've had to tell her this. We're just guys talking. And like Doug says, this is guy chat. If you can't hang, you're gonna have to move on.
3: Man, the, the first lady looked like she'd sneak you, man. The lady, you ain't looking. She looked like she would sneak you. Hey, hit <laughs> yeah. <picked> her. Off. <laughs> I like her.
2: <laughs> well, the, the, here's the thing about the first lady, she man. Was, you a Thomas man. Oh, not only that, the first. Here's the thing about the first lady, man. You ever seen that movie Gone Girl? Yes, I did. That shit was crazy. I was watching that movie. And let's just say the gov was kind of checking the backside, making sure some doors were locked and things like that. Because if I step out of line, I can see the first lady. She's got the brain to do it, to go incognito (laughs) like that. And all of a sudden, man, I'm winding up like Stephen Avery being uh, done for the making of a murderer part duh or something. (laughs)
3: <laughs> nice.
2: Hey, she yeah. is not to be messed with. The first lady of sports talk oh, okay. in Minnesota. <laughs> She's laughing her ass off right now. Yeah, Grego. Grego just stepped into
3: the room saying, "What's up, everybody?" With the nice, nice <laughs> avatar. Damn,
5: what what up, Grego? An avatar,
3: Grego. Well, that's nice. Yo, cheap ass Patriots, man. By the way, and your cheap ass red Sox. Yes. This one, Grego. they just <laughs> History of cheaters out in Boston. Steroid, big poppy, cheat, ass, All of them, man. Hey man, you know? not only that, man.
2: Not only that. It's it's just Boston, man. I just I've always hated Boston. Celtics, Red Sox. You know, at least they're a little more uh, racial friendly up there on their teams now. But when when the Gov was coming yeah. up in the seventies, man, um, you remember them Boston Celtics teams uh, back in the day. Um, I, Real quick fun story for you folks My dad's best friend took me to an old Minnesota Twins game Out at the old Metropolitan Stadium we had here Which was the old outdoor facility Before they built the Metrodome Um, I was probably about 8 or 9 And um, you know we looked down at the Boston bench It was me, him, and a friend of his And he goes And this was uh, my dad's friend and his other friend talking I was just a kid watching baseball But he goes man there's only two black people on the whole team, and I and you know, I just happened to look down and sure enough, it was Jim Rice, and I can 't remember the other black guy, but you know Boston with its history has always had some racial issues. Um, you know hopefully we've moved beyond that. but Grego, your team cheats. we got to recognize that they cheat. Um, what can you say and then Tom Brady supports Donald Trump all yours, Reggie. <laughs> That's true. You know I'ma hang with
3: R. C. man. He wrote I'ma get back to this, this chat, man. Honestly, is a just a boxing knowledge historian an encyclopedia over there. He said Holmes and Ali were at this party well, you know, hold on, let me let me backtrack. He goes, I've read several Ali books and all of them talk about Ali and the ladies. Even Larry Holmes talked about it in his book. He said Holmes and Ali were at this party and Larry met a darkee. Larry which first off, you break the first rule. You don't never go to the bathroom and leave your girl there. But Larry had to go to the restroom. We came back. He said his girl was gone and Ollie was gone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta be like, "Yo, baby, you need to come to the bathroom with me." I mean, you can't leave your your chick out. You no, know? you can. You can. So,
2: oh, hold on. So, yeah, that's the. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, oh, here we go. yeah. I'll let you do the honors. You, you see what I'm talking about.
3: Man, you know, we have now been graced with the presence of Mr. JB, the Jungle Brother himself. <laughs> yes, sir. Half of the dynamic duo of the Real Cast Rangers over there with uh, Jersey Vern. He posted up saying, Raw Dog isn't up in this bitch.
2: Hey, welcome jungle we appreciate you we're giving the folks a little preview of the new uh sports and more show coming up friday at 8 30 eastern time and also up in this itch we got to welcome our main man uh shoot you talk about the digital professor ladies and gentlemen we got him here he is the host of the kicking it with kesey show uh kesey is in the house as well so we want to say what's up to him what up, what up? And, um, yeah, Kese, you know, looking
3: out. Kesey had just, let's see, Kesey uh, hooked the brother up with, um, this uh, Firefox. Uh, I know he had talked about that, that Fire Stick or whatever. It's actually legit, real legit. You know, Kesey, I ain't really done anything except try and find the porn. I got to be honest, but uh, I'm just saying. I think there's some other stuff on there.
2: Hey, exactly, and uh, I see Jungle Brothers already got a question in there, Gov. What the f? Dollar name ain't on the title. He don't get ranger treatment, Gov. First off, obviously, dollars gets ranger treatment. Um, this kind of happened. Um, I was just gonna do a you know like an hour show. Um, once I got the show up and running, dollars jumped in the chat room. He was the first one in, and he said, "Hey, man, I can call in." And, you know, Big Reg is going to be busy tomorrow with um his kids. He's got a concert to take the kids to. So I said, by all means, call in and let's just kind of give them a little preview of what they'll be getting here with the uh, sports and more show. So Jungle Brother, that's how this whole thing kind of happened here. So, again, yeah, obviously <laughs> my fault for not uh being able to get that uh, name on there. But, hey, man, we got plenty of time, plenty of episodes to get the title straight right now. I'm just glad that uh, Dollars and Cents is on here. And um, Dollars, first off, you know, tell the people a little bit about what you do in terms of the DJ mix. Because, um, you know, I know you uh, had a nice little gig this past weekend. And, um, you know, let the folks know what you do, man.
3: Yeah, definitely. You know, one thing I want to say, I'm just making like a damn guest appearance up on the Monday Night Raw. So you can call me, like, the damn black, rowdy, rowdy piper up in this piece. I'm just just stopping in real fast. We'll get it going Friday. But, you know what, um, man, here's the story. Uh, I am not going to lie. You know, I don't spend records I would have loved to have back in the days. But, um, you know, when I came back out of college, I was hanging out with one of my frat brothers, and, and he pretty much was doing everything digital. So, you know, I looked at it like, well, damn, you know, I like music. Uh, and I could I could do that shit. So, you know, I just started um, my own little DJ business, man. So everything is digital. Um, you know, I do mix. I do scratch here and there. But, um, you know, I've also realized, man, you there? Know, yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, I just kind of realized, too, man, that, you know, it, it's all fun and games. You know, you definitely can do stuff if you really, really enjoy it. Not many people can do stuff that they really enjoy, but to do it and make money at it, you know, so um, I just decided to just start a little DJ business. And, um, you know, I do weddings. Um, that's where the big money is, honestly, man. I mean, you could charge basically damn near like 100 bucks an hour. I mean, that, that's good money. You know, so I do weddings. Um, I've been doing um, Christmas parties. Um, you know, I do like graduations. I just did a big corporate event down here, probably like 2,000 people where it's more of a, more of a motivational conference. So, um, you know, they had me just kind of DJing in front of 2,000 people. Um, it's interesting, though. I mean, you know, you got to try to bounce back and forth and all different genres. genres. It's definitely difficult when you're in corporate America because, you know, you, you, I, I try to make sure I definitely put in some of the, you know, the, the cuts that, you know, the black folks want to listen to, like kind of like little Kanye here and there or Drake. I can't get too wild. But so that's what I do, man. Um, I've now uh, got my... Um, dj business incorporated and um so uh i just kind of get in where i fit in man mostly uh weddings and things like that and i got a couple big events coming up i mean i have to turn down business but it's enjoyable man it, it is pretty stressful though i ain't gonna lie but hey, um, i, I know, you know it
2: is man you, you know you're a family man you're doing your thing you you uh getting your toes wet with hosting the podcasts now Um, you know, you got your girl, you got the kids, you got to run them all over the place. So I get it, man. I'm just happy that now, isn't it nice, Reg, that you have in a sense, too much business. Isn't it nice to kind of have that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it is, man. It it is a good thing to have when you turn it down, you know, business, um, or, or I don't have to really go anywhere either. A lot of it's referrals. That's the other nice thing about it. Um, so,
2: a, a, uh, hey, Dollars, is... I wanted to get in here real yeah. quick because um, we're going to be setting up here for a break here in a couple minutes. But RC in the chat room says, Dollars and Cents, who's your top five best DJs of all time? To me, DJ Jazzy Jeff and DJ Scratch rank high with me. So, um, you know, I know he may have caught you off guard there, but take a moment and, um, you know, maybe throw out your top five or so. Hmm.
3: Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to say, I, I like K in no particular order. I will K slay. I like funk master flex is pretty, pretty slick. Jazzy Jeff is, is real nice. Um, you know, DJ Cut creator is pretty sweet too, but I'm going back old school. On oh yeah.
2: Cut creator. So I,
3: absolutely. I, oh yeah. Yeah. So i probably say, you know, uh, Jazzy Jeff was nice. Put those in probably my, uh top four or five, definitely. And then, yeah, DJ Scratch is nice, too. So I, those would probably be my top five.
2: All right, cool. You know, um, got That's uh, def- definitely very respectable.
3: The one thing I will say is always funny, man, I've learned don't be a prisoner to the crowd, man. I know if y'all can relate to that, man. There's times when I'll be DJing it and a motherfucker we'll come up like, man, I need you to play this. You know, and you like, but damn, man. You know, I got the, the ladies on the floor and and the dude like play this because I'm paying you, damn it! And I'm like, shit. And, and I, what's that? <laughs> hey, I does he want you then, to play?
2: Does he want you to play footloose or something?
3: Oh, footloose <laughs> or some damn, you know, some damn heavy metal shit right in the middle of you know when the chicks on the floor, man, grinding. And I look at, like, well, he is paying me, but I'll do that shit no more, man. I tell the dude, look, man, yeah, I will get it in. I will get in when I fit in. That that's how it is. But it's it's definitely challenging, that's for sure.
2: Hey, I hear you, and also I got to go. Uh... You know, for the I can't. You know, it's funny people keep saying late and whatnot. Um, but he died a while ago. But of course, uh, KR, KRS one's main man DJ Scott LaRock for me as well. oh uh,
3: yeah. Look, and Jersey and Fish brought up uh, DJ Red Alert. I totally gr- uh, agree. Red Alert was nice. You know, Terminator X wasn't too bad. Too RC put Terminator X from uh, was it uh, pu- Public Right? Yeah, Public, public Enemy. Public Enemy. Yeah, Terminator S is pretty slick, but Red Alert was definitely very, very nice. I mean, you know, it's gone. Things have changed a lot, but a true GJ is a g- guy to use the, the vinyl. I, I ain't going to lie. I never perpetrate, but, yeah, major work when you can scratch with the vinyl.
2: Exactly. And so, folks, again, um, you're listening to a special Monday Night Raw edition of Sports Done Right. But we're giving you a preview of uh, me and uh, Reggie Lawrence's, uh, aka Dollar and Cents' new show coming up Friday called The Sports and More Show. Oh man, we can't wait. We've been talking about this here for a couple weeks. We're finally getting around to doing it. And let me give uh, everybody just a quick sports update here. Uh, We'll get into a break and then we'll come back and get situated with a new topic. But. Uh, right now we have uh, the Metro Atlantic Basketball Championship going on. Uh, it is uh, Championship Week, folks. Uh, all the conferences are throwing down. We have Monmouth, Monmouth over uh, Iona, thirty-six to thirty. Uh, Iona is twenty-one and ten over all overall, sixteen and four in conference. Monmouth is twenty-seven and six overall, seventeen and three in conference. So. Got a big one going here. Um, Obviously, the big conferences start later this week. Uh, We had Florida Gulf Coast University punch their ticket again to the big dance. So uh, sit back and enjoy uh, what's going to be a very fun-filled week of college basketball, people. So um, let's do this here, Reg. Let's take a break. Um, Let's kind of get things resituated here. Folks, we're going to be gone for about four or five minutes. Um, we are gonna have Reggie are you good to be back, Reg? Oh yeah, yeah. I got I got All um, right, cool. Definitely uh All right, so let's do this people. We're gonna take our only our second break almost an hour and a half into the show. I know jungle and jersey like that. But Gov's gonna get situated. Who knows? Maybe we can get the first lady on the line with dollars and cents <laughs> in the sports gov and oh, woody woody from the delta don't think the govs forgot about you son we gonna rip you a new one tonight as well you ain't coming after my job and just think the governors gonna sit down and take this nonsense so folks as we always say smoke them if you got them drink what you're drinking on uh woody from the delta you go down there and uh get that little uh backwoods slop that you drink on and we'll deal with you in a minute folks they got moonshine down there yeah exactly and (laughs) folks we have to play it he's in the chat room uh john fisher what can i say man this track has been burning up minnesota for the past two weeks still number one on the govs charts ladies and gentlemen settle in put your seat belts on because we about to get busy and we gonna swerve in them suburbans and cadillacs and everything else ladies and gentlemen i'm on swerve by the the one the only john fisher me and reg will be right back after this break
4: cheers My suburban, soaring in my suburban. The chopper's block a blocker. The copper's gonna try not knock when I'm soaring my suburban. Soaring in my suburban, I'm on. I, I, I'm on, soaring in my suburban. Soaring in my suburban. The chopper's block of blocker. The copper's gonna try not knock when I'm soaring my suburban. Soaring in my suburban, I'm on. I, I, I'm on, riding through the city. Dirty money like it, got a bad. Chicks with me, she want me to stroke a kitty that yeah. kush smoke. Got me on the highway, doing 50 plus your boy on swerve. Like, I want the cops to get me, baby girl on the road. Say she like the way I do things. Nickname me Staircase, stepping up my shoe game. Slide to the nudie bar, put a couple stacks on it. Find a hotel bed, put a couple backs on it. I'm on swerve, I, I'm on swerve at the drive through. Try and keep my tires off the curb. Proc, already told you, with swagger, we stepping got the shorty on your arm looking at my retro seven but that get you quite offended you look at me with ice grill i ain't sweating you dog i'm higher than a light bill <laughs> so keep it easy with the move swings suck a knuckle stripping no shoestrings who bang swore my suburban swervin in my suburban the choppers block a blocker the coppers gonna try not us when i'm swerving my suburban swervin' in my suburban I'm Suburban, swearing in my suburban, the chopper's blockin', block of The cops. going gon' try and knock us when I am in my suburban, Swerving in my suburban. I'm on I, I, I'm on swirin'. in the club with my man. Got a drink in each hand. Mommy bustin' it open, all her boy can say it's there. But she came with the girls, put them on with the homies. Get a little sweaty, grab a bite at the Shoney's. Swearin' my Suburban, I got a few bottles. Yes. So rockin' cranberry and I'm stepping on the throttle. Yes. Inhale the perp, ooh yeah, like Randy Savage. Ooh, These jumps hatin' yeah. on me cause they smokin' on the average. <laughs> fresh pair, of air Max, brand new fitted, you saying something about money, then nigga, let's get it, you saying something about honey, the nigga, I'm trying to hit it, they used to call me dread, I cut my hair like exhibit, now I'm just Drees, Bagging shorties with ease, hit the mall, time to ball, I'ma blow a little cheese, rolling with my G's, and we wish a nigga would, want some choppers, blocka, blocka, there'll be mirrors in your hood, cause I'm swerving my suburban, swervin' in my suburban, the choppers, blocka, blocka, the coppers gon' try and not just when i'm forin' my suburban forin' okay. in my suburban i'm on i'm on swerve. forin' my suburban forin' in my suburban the chopper buckin' packa the chopper's gon' try not just when i'm forin' my suburban forin' in my suburban i'm on i'm on swear i'm on swerve i'm on swear when i'm forin' i'm swervin' i'm swervin' my suburban i'm on i'm on swear i'm on Swerving. I'm swerving, swerving. I'm swearing my suburban. I'm on, I'm on swear, I, I'm on swerve when I'm swerving, I'm swerving. 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 I'm swerving my suburban. I'm on. I'm I'm on
6: feeling. I miss so much I can't lie. I'm breaking out into a cold sweat. No way that I can shake it. I try and hide just how I feel and I, I know that I can't fake it. Just for you Anything you want me to do I'll play it for you Just for you I hope you feel the same thing too Together we can never lose It's always for you I see you What a wonderful life Together Underneath the same sky I feel like the walls are closing in Peace that I find in you I feel like the walls are closing in what joy I hope I bring you I'll sing a song just for you Anything you want me to do I'll play it for you Just for you I hope you feel the same thing too Together we can never lose It's always for you always for you Every single
0: goes down your sports talk it's gonna be all right so forget the GOP the DNC the only party in town is at the governor's mansion the governor of sports talk that is every Tuesday night right here on Spreaker come on over and get your sports
2: done right
0: now let's get back to the show with the big smooth Vince right.
2: and we are back thank you to the studio audience we are having a great time tonight on the second microphone the new co-host of the new show the sports and more show we're gonna be rocking friday nights we got mr reggie lawrence aka mr dollars and cents what is up sir
3: what's going on can you hear me all right
2: we got you perfectly man we got you perfectly we got ninja up here as well in the chat room ninja's back Uh, He says he's still at his daughter's practice. By the time he gets home and situated, probably uh, will be nobody else uh, uh, on. But uh, if you want to, feel free. It looks like, oh, maybe him and Fish are talking about what time uh, Fish may be getting on tonight. Um, But glad, Ninja, that that you are listening. And, hey, by the way, props to Ninja's daughter there, man. Uh, Her uh, volleyball team recently uh, won a big tournament down there in Alabama. So... Way to go, nice. uh, uh, to um, uh, little girl. Um, very proud of these kids, man. Doing their thing.
3: Yeah, you know, volleyball is solid. That is definitely a sport that I can watch, female, male, and female. It is just a all-around fun sport. Is she a setter or a spiker, uh, Ninja? I guess yeah, Ninja be let, let, I
2: Yeah, let us know uh, what position she's playing there. And, you know, yeah, I agree with you, man. I've always enjoyed uh, playing volleyball. You know, remember coming up through elementary and junior high, you know, there would be like that week or two would be part of your uh, gym class. And, yeah, man, I, I enjoyed volleyball. Great sport. You know
3: what, though, Vince, you know what pissed me off, though, man? I'd watch a damn United States team, right? And We would always get our ass kicked by, like, Brazil, which is essentially, you know, people of color but you know it seems like we ain't have enough brothers on the squad or, or people with some athletic you know ability not saying that the other play, the other volleyball players weren't i remember like karch karai but my thought is you would think that you would have some high flyers man and play more volleyball maybe maybe it's because they don't pay enough or what uh, what are your
2: thoughts on that you know it, it could be that it could be that i don't know i i yeah it's been real interesting i just don't think that there's you know uh, a real future you know what do you do um i know actually these beach volleyball players make more than any professional volleyball player so maybe if you go that route i guess and you know i will say mm. this them female beach ball volleyball mm. players boy mm. you got knocked the fuck out mm. man oh <laughs> damn yes.
3: good yes sir delish delish <laughs>
2: Got distracted, yeah. There. You know, but um, um, I'm a
3: little worried, man. I don't want to cause any dysfunction between. <laughs> uh, I don't want to cause dysfunction between the the first lady and the good governor. I need to watch myself, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> man. We, hey, we all
2: good, man. We all good. And folks, you're listening to a special Monday night raw edition of Sports Done Right. Got my main man, Dollars and Cents, Reggie Lawrence is up in here, kind of co-hosting the gig. We got um, everybody out in the chat room, uh, that ninja, uh, Jungle Brother. We're waiting to see if old man Cuddy makes it uh, out of surgery and see if he can join us. Got Grego Sluggo, (laughs) Big John Fisher swerving in his Suburban. And man, this new show, like I said, we're going to be getting into all kinds of chat here. Um, I got the monitors on here in the situation room. Looks like Cleveland is trailing Memphis at halftime, fifty-eight to forty nine. Uh,
3: don't even go there. Oh, <laughs> just, oh, just, just come bypass on. that.
2: Come on now. Let why don't you speak on your team here, Reg.
3: Look, oh, man, what damn it. They just they just piss me off, man. Memphis is missing Gasol, Barnes um what's the name zebo and, and and they're losing man they're playing down at the competition um i think the chemistry is all whack um you know, i still think that they're going to uh make it to the finals but they just just don't they just look bad you know right now they look bad and, and they start off slow i fully expect them to beat memphis in the second half but it's 58 49 it's
2: just bad yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Reg. Um, And by the way, folks, LeBron uh, has 15 points at halftime here. You know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff here in chat rooms recently. Uh, You know, LeBron went down to Miami on his off day here earlier in the week or last week, excuse me. Um, You know, personally, I I have no issues with that. But, you know, it was a big topic. And a lot of people seem to think that, hey, maybe LeBron is sorry he left Miami. Do you think LeBron is, uh, let's just say, maybe having second thoughts about coming back home?
3: You know, it's always natural to do that. You know, when you leave somewhere, and then you, you, you know, you're like, hmm. But if you look, I mean, Goran Dragic is nothing to write home about. Um, who, who knows? I didn't. No one knew that Dwayne Wade was going to hold up as well as he did. Chris Bosh is out. I'm sure he does have some second thoughts about it or or had second thoughts about it, but that's not the reason why, you know, he's losing. I still think the Cavalier team right now is a better team than the Miami Heat, to be honest with you, and was. I just think that the David Blatt situation got Cleveland off on a bad foot. Regardless of how they won, they should have had Mark Jackson in there, in my opinion, from the beginning, but the problem is you just can't pay three people under the same, you know, um, umbrella so it'd be like, you know, you're just shelling out money. And that's what the reason why I, I think truly Mark Jackson didn't get that job. But, yeah, is he maybe having a little bit of, like, damn, buyer's remorse? Possibly. But, you know, I don't have a problem with him going out to Miami. My problem is, is he just needs to stop being passive-aggressive. At least Kobe Bryant, you knew how he felt. With LeBron, he hates confrontation. He, he does these little stupid sub-tweets and stuff like that. That I don't like And you know he he gets too wishy-washy, man. It's just like do say what you got to say to the, your your players, and then handle the business like that. that. That's my thoughts on that.
2: And folks, again, you're hearing it from the one and only Reggie Lawrence, Dollars and Cents. We are live in DirectSpeaker.com. Special Monday night sports done right. Monday night raw action coming to you live from Bente. the Executive Mansion. What's up, sir? Bente.
3: Okay, now here's – I would love for you to share with everybody the inner workings of this Wiggins trade. Now, let me give you real quick what I have been saying all along. And since you are in Minnesota, maybe you can, you know, either set me straight or be like, okay. So here's my position. Kevin Love was going to be a free agent, right, at that time. And he could have controlled where he was going. He actually told Flip, I'm not coming back, right? Right.
2: That is I'm the not rumor, and, I, and I'm sure he did. And, and he made it quite known that he wasn't coming back, yes.
3: Okay, so here's the situation. Cleveland essentially uh, could have got Kev, Kevin, Love, Kevin Love at a cheaper discount. And the reason I yeah. said it is because Kevin Love held all the cards. If he would have told Flip Saunders, you know what, I'm not coming back. You need to get what you can get from me, which is what LeBron did to Miami before they let him go. Get what you can get for me, and that's it. Or, you know what, I'll walk at the end of the year. I don't understand why Cleveland made well, – I do know why, but they made that deal even before All-Star break. Didn't even know if the team was going to gel. They made the deal, and I keep telling people they made a deal that they did not have to make. They could have got love even cheaper. They could have really forced Minnesota to give up less. Matter of fact, um, the, hey, the Reggie, uh, can Golden I- State yeah.
2: – Yes. Reggie, I'm sorry, sir. We got breaking news here, so just hold that thought for one moment. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot believe it. DeMarco Murray is going to the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Ooh,
3: that's a, that's a nice deal.
2: That's yeah, a good, yeah,
3: good. Who'd yeah. he go for?
2: Um, I'm trying to see here Uh, who do we got we had RC breaking that news in the chat room Got to give Ronald Cameron his uh, due way to break that news sir If you can fill us in with some more details as sports done right continues Um, I'm gonna try and get the monitors up here so folks uh, feel free to pop out that information But yes DeMarco Murray is going to the Tennessee Titans Um, Wow
3: Fisher, Fisher, you should know the specifics of that. That's your Eagles, baby.
2: Yeah, John, Fish, what you got to say? Uh, Fisher actually says no trade details yet on what Philly got.
3: Man, that's a good deal for uh, Tennessee when you think now they got a premium back. They got uh, a a dual threat uh, quarterback. I mean, I'm not saying he's better than Winston, but, you know, just the threat of that cat breaking it. Or DeMarco Murray, wow, they're going to be pretty solid in Tennessee, and they got some pretty decent receivers over there.
2: Yep, you're absolutely right, man. You are absolutely right. So breaking news again, folks, DeMarco Murray been traded to Tennessee. Uh, We are going to find out the particulars of this trade. But, uh, yeah, that'll shake up a nice little Monday night. Um, And, by the way, uh, we have Iona. We got the Metro Atlantic Basketball Championship to see who's going to the big dance. Um, We got NBA action here that um, we're going to fill you in. We got Golden State playing Orlando later tonight. And, of course, Reggie Lawrence's Cleveland Cavaliers are losing. Reg, what you got to say?
3: Man, they're they going to come back. They're going to get it back in the second half. they right now playing down to their competition. Uh, I mean, you know. Uh, three games and, uh, what was it, four nights? So I expect them to pull it on that half. But the question I got for Fisher is, you know, what in the hell was your owner doing? I mean, basically you have turned over the roster, gutted the team, and then traded everybody that you, Kelly, Kelly traded for. And then to get back somebody that was very similar to who you had before you let Chip Kelly go. Kind of crazy, Vince. You know, I mean, seriously, what I'm reading here. Uh, Eagles also traded Kiko Alonso, or trying to trade Kiko and Byron Maxwell to Miami. That's per Fisher. Jersey Vern said, y'all late on that. He been said that. Most likely, you're right. Preach partner. Ninja said, Keith Bradford trade Murray, those quirky Eagles. And then uh, RC said no details, but it's expected to involve some draft picks. It better involve some damn draft picks, man. That's a good. Yeah, pick, it
2: right. sure should.
3: Uh, Fisher said, "Watch you dip them, man. I'm sensitive right now." LOL. Yeah, John, you might want to break open some of your finest, brother. Because damn it, <laughs> your team is going <laughs> right. to be terrible.
2: And also, I see out there in the chat room our main man, uh, Grego the uh, Cheetah. A supporter there also brings up a good thing. We got to give a little props to our main man. Lovey Smith is uh, taking a job at the University of Illinois. Yeah, that's
3: nice. That's his first uh, uh, college coaching gig, right?
2: It is. It is. And, uh, you know, man, um, a a lot of people have kind of gone both ways on this. Uh, A lot of people are upset that Lovey Smith, uh, you know, deserved better. Um, I I definitely agree with that and should have definitely got another – Uh, shot at a pro gig but let me tell you something here man Um, speaking as the big 10 expert out here in the real cast nation this is a great get for the university of illinois i know a lot of y'all out there in the chat room ain't been following illini football and you have no reason to but this is an athletic uh, department uh, in just the of shape as what i'm dealing with here at, at my alma mater the university of minnesota and this is a new AD that's come in down there and is rolling the dice and saying, damn it, we're going full bore. Just like when they, they got Ron Zook from Florida and Zook took him to the Rose Bowl, which wasn't all – I mean, it was long ago, but not all that long ago. You know, they had Juice Williams um, in Illinois, you know, a top-ten team. Hall. Mendenhall. Mendenhall, exactly, a top-ten team. So, you know, Illinois is looking to get back in the mix – um, I'm sure they're going to make some things happen on the basketball side as well but for their football program this is a great get. Um I got I think I got to put a picture out there earlier on the Sports Done Right page uh with Tubby and the athletic director talking uh, holding a sign saying uh hashtag win now. So Illinois is uh definitely stepped up to the plate and congratulations to them because it goes to show you that you know they're willing to take the chance. And, you know, other schools like my University of Minnesota need to take notice. And I wish him all the best there, Reg.
3: All right. Now, Vince, you know we boys, I, I you know, no disrespect, but just like Minnesota, Illinois, Minnesota, they, their programs suck, man. <laughs> I'm not being disrespectful, but it, it's Ohio State and then Michigan second. So I, y'all got a long way to go. Uh, hey. the one thing I will say. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I ain't trying to disrespect my my man up uh, up in Minnesota, but damn, bro, come on, Vince, I mean, the thing is, I am happy that the uh, NCAA hired another African-American coach, and I definitely think that he's going to be able to get some talent up there, and he's going to be able to, you know, bring that uh, NFL cachet. And I, you know, I think that he will be able to get kids that normally, or at least get a, have kids do a second thought on Illinois, to where they normally wouldn't have. But you know, you're looking at the opportunity to play for a great coach like Lovey, this class personified, knows this stuff, and also been in the NFL. So I think he's going to be able to tap in and get some good recruits. So I definitely agree oh, with I think good so hire. too.
2: I mean, why, you know why wouldn't you want to play with a guy who coached in the NFL, who has NFL contacts, who uh, definitely has the connections to help get you there? And if he can convince people to come to the University of Illinois, which is by any means a, a great school, a, a very fun campus to go to school at. Um I've had a few friends that went to school down there that uh, personally can attest to that. You know, and Illinois has won before, you know. They they have been a program that's been up and down, but, you know, they have a Rose Bowl appearance in the 2000s. Um, you know, my Gophers haven't been there since 1967. I mean, that's <laughs> Lyndon Baines Johnson tournament time, man. Come on. Who your,
3: was who's your quarterback back then?
2: Ironically, <laughs> and I guess he – I was related by marriage, but – um, the first African American quarterback at the University of Minnesota, Sandy Stevens, and I want to give it up for the late great Sandy Stevens. Um, my my dad's brother married Sandy Stevenson's sister, my aunt Joyce, and the these folks were, all came from Western Pennsylvania, so they came from. Okay. That part of the state that produced the Tony Dorsets. Uh, my dad's cousin was great friends growing up with King Griffey Sr. out in Donora, Pennsylvania. Um, Beaver Falls, Aliquippa, you know, Tony Dorset, the Muncie brothers they grew up hanging out with, Chuck Muncie. Um, okay. You know, and we can just go on and on. You know, Joe Namath from Beaver Falls right down the road, Joe Montana from that part of the state as well. So on it goes. Dan Marino, obviously from Pittsburgh. So Sandy Man, I'm trying to remember. The, yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead, sir.
3: I, I'm, I I think the last good really good player y'all had was Lawrence Maroney. if I'm correct from Minnesota. <laughs> he played for uh the Chiefs, but uh, the running back, he was pretty decent. But was that am I way off on that? Anybody else Well, pretty...
2: you're not off, you're not off because also in that backfield we had 2,000-yard rushers because the guy in front of him was a little guy named Marion Barber the third, and you remember him as well. That's
3: right. Yeah, he took a pounding in Dallas, though. He was a short yardage back that got all the vulture touchdowns, but that dude, uh, he was in the league, what, two or three years in, uh, in Dallas problem is man he just his running style yeah
2: exactly and he went to chicago and wound up just playing a year or two there before he retired his father marion Barber senior excuse me um was a gopher legend running back as well um you know so that's where the lineage comes from there but um just real quick to finish up the sandy stevens thing um, he was, because obviously black quarterbacks could not go down south to to play football, mm-hmm. uh, he was recruited to Minnesota. And not only uh, him, one of his good friends, Bobby Bell, who was in the NFL Hall of Fame, uh, played with the Gophers, went on to have that Hall of Fame career with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. And, um, you know, we got a lot of history up here, man. But the problem with the Gopher program, they just don't have school support. They, you know, they they, they don't have it from the administration, Reggie. They barely have it from the students. The game day experience, um, unless you're in the parking lot right next to the stadium, uh, you would never know there's a game going on on this campus on a Saturday. So... Um, just, you know, amongst some of the other things, they're trying to find the athletic director. They haven't had an athletic director in almost a year now. Um, they have to go find the search firm to put together the candidates. On and on it goes. So it's a mess up here in Minnesota, brother. You
3: need some, man, look, y'all need some Louisville type shit over there in Minnesota. That's probably about the only way y'all can get some talent. You start well, getting you getting know, we, we have chicks to team selling them. some ass.
2: <laughs> we have patino jr um i'm gonna talk about him tomorrow um very yes. underqualified but yeah we'll save that one for tomorrow for the regular sports done right crew um y'all need to
3: start cheating
2: man oh uh, we did with clem haskins man but we got caught we got caught and then well, you we have players need- smacking their girlfriends around because uh uh, we had one guy up here, and again, this is Sports Done Right with the sports governor here on a special Monday Night Raw edition of Sports Done Right. Um, here with Reggie Lawrence, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents. We got, we're we going to get into the chat room here too, people, so uh, keep hanging with us. We appreciate that as well. Um, but um, here's what happened. Clem Haskins, great coach um, from Western Kentucky, came up here worked his magic he brought us to a final four um on and on and on it goes we actually um you know we were number two in the country that year at a certain point in time and what had happened after it all started going south up here we had a cheating scandal with the books Um, We had a very good power uh, forward name. uh, What was Courtney's last name? I can't remember his last name. Courtney uh, something. Anyway, Courtney um, was dating one of the local um, shoe models in town, so to speak. This real hot blonde Mm -hmm. number. Um, It turns out the hot blonde number also was kicking it with a certain man named Shaquille O'Neal. So when... Mm-hmm. uh courtney was over at the girl's house he heard a message on now this was back in the answering machine days this ain't cell phones just yet still he heard a message from shaquille saying in a sense get ready i'm in town in a couple of days i'll see you then um mm-hmm. well, and and then uh, uh, reportedly a phone book hit a certain young lady in the head after that so, we, uh, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. We've we, we've been through this. We've had issues. We, you know, this the athletic department up here has been through a lot of stuff over the years, man. So again, that's where that support from the administration has been lackluster. Uh, Why well, y'all well,
3: fired Tubby Smith? Then he was it, well. Good. The,
2: the, hold on. I just that's wanted to make to sure that real. the. Uh, i just wanted to make sure that the crowd stand and applaud that which they did why did we fire tubby smith good question couldn't tell you um he only took you to the ncaa tournament uh he was a good coach um i can tell you what happened though Uh, minnesota fans spoiled by that run with clem haskins and by the way we had to um, you know, take down that uh, Final Four banner. We had to forfeit basically a year and a half of victories during the last year and a half of Clem Haskins. So we get Tubby in here. Obviously, he has the resume. We talked about it on Sports Done Right a couple weeks ago. We ran through his uh, numbers, which are very underappreciated, their dollars and cents. But the thing is, Minnesota fans have a uh, elevated... Uh, view of exactly what the gopher program is Um, yes we are a big 10 school we are in a great community the twin cities Um, you know a a very uh, dedicated business community up here we have tons of uh, headquarters um, general mills uh, you know wells fargo on and on and on it goes but our athletic program reggie just sucks And people have to remember that. If you go to a gopher basketball game, I would say the average age of the fan in the lower rung, the lower level outside of the student section has to be at least almost 70 years old.
3: Man, look, Vince, man, y'all, and your cheering section ain't even fun. It ain't even intimidating, man.
2: No, not anymore.
3: Basketball But we'll just, we'll move on from there. Yeah, let's do that. I don't want
2: to bore the people. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, let's go back to Fisher. He probably <laughs> damn half near dead from drinking uh, from Philadelphia. He had uh, said, watch it, Diplomat. I'm sensitive right now. And then you got Fisher not the still upset out, at Chip Kelly. He said, fuck Chip Kelly. I'm sipping Fireball right now dollars as we speak. Probably popping <laughs> some uh, volume pills, too. But uh, <laughs> uh, Fisher said, any more Eagles news, I might go night-night. And then uh, Chief Rocker. Jersey Verne said, is that the groundhog music? <laughs> uh,
2: yes, it was. Yes, it was.
3: Uh, Ninja uh, said, LOL, fish. Uh, Grego said that was the last great player, speaking of Lawrence Maroney, but Barber was there also, and he said, you got to cheat. Um, Grego, of course, he had to get in a Belichick shot. I just hope Belichick don't show show Trump how to cheat. <laughs> Um, Chief Rocket Jersey Vern, I'm assuming he's talking about Ohio State, saying that um, plus his other teams don't uh, his teams don't need to, uh, to need to cheat. So um, let's see. Uh, Busa said Redskins are going to win with the division again, uh, or win the division again thanks to the Eagles. Now, I don't know about that, Brad. Who else is in that division? There's uh, Philadelphia, Washington. Who else is in that division uh Vince?
2: Was that, NFC East? You got them horrible Giants in there, by the way.
3: Ooh, I think Giants are actually going to – I'm going to say the Giants going to win it next
2: year. Giants going to be tough. Um, I know is out there talking about them Redskins, um, thanks to the Eagles, are going to win it. But it's going to be a real interesting to see here in year two if Cousins can keep the momentum going. Now that he's free and clear of RG3, it's on him. What do you think uh, Cousins is going to do for Boosa's Redskins?
3: Mm, you know what, man? I, I, I don't know just yet. I, I wouldn't bank my money on that cat. Now, I think he, he'll he be serviceable. Um, He'll be decent. But I just don't know if they're going to still be able to repeat what they did. Um, I think the Giants looks like um Victor Cruz is going to be back healthy. I was reading a post that he said he was ready to roll. You put him in the slot, and then you got Odell Beckham, who's just a beast. Um, you know, Eli Manning's going to bounce back. I got, I'm going to say the Giants are going to win this, to be honest with you. I just think the talent wise in that division, the damn near Eagles have traded everybody. So they starting from scratch, but, um,
2: okay, I got and then you, you. There's I
3: got Dallas, you. right? Dallas is over there too,
2: right? Oh yeah. Dallas, of course. Now Tony Romo got to get a collarbone sh- basically shaved down. I mean, you know, I just, at this point, you know, Hey, I respect Tony. Um, decent quarterback when he's healthy, man. But I just don't know, um, especially with these uh, two collarbone, th- uh, you know, injuries and the surgery and whatnot, I just don't trust him to stay healthy for the Cowboys.
3: Yeah, you know, I. Um, what's interesting is um, they said that that's probably one of the easiest bones to re-break is your collarbone. Obviously, he's he's broken it twice. So, yeah, what they're going to do is insert a metal, like a plate there and then, uh, you know, uh, to help stabilize it and, and hold it together. I agree with you. I think he's uh, Romo's in the twilight um, of his career. I wonder if they'll go after RG3 on that. But um, I'm still going to say with the talent on offense, and then, you know, they got still have a pretty good defense. I just see the Giants, you know, taking that division, to be honest with you. Just with what, everything that they've gotten as far as on the defense, special teams, and then that offense is just going to be ridiculous.
2: And as RC said, if uh, Victor Cruz comes back healthy as well, that uh, the Giants should definitely win that division. You agree with that, I take it?
3: I do. I do. And I, I was reading, like I said, Victor Cruz said he was uh, looking good. He's feeling good. So I, I see him in like a Antonio Brown type receiver. And they'll have a pretty potent one-two combination, uh Victor Cruz and, and and Odell Beckham Jr. If you if you think about it, that'll be a really tough combination to deal with.
2: And folks, just an update here: uh, Monmouth is up on Iona, sixty-five, sixty-three. Just over five minutes left. Winner gets their ticket punched to the tournament. So uh, a very good game. And folks, uh, I'm just going to take a quick minute here. I uh, hope you don't mind, Reg. I am a big proponent of these smaller conference tournaments. Um some of the best basketball you're going to see is going to be this week with uh conferences like uh the MEAC, um you know Atlantic 10. Uh, tonight we got the Metro Atlantic. You know, if really take a moment, watch some of these smaller schools tournaments because these games always tend to be close. They tend to be very very entertaining. So do yourself a favor and also get educated and, oh, a deep three by the guard from Iona. Uh, They are up 66-65 now. Like I said, we got ourselves a game going here. And good to see these guys because um, these are the the players that are usually in school for three and four years. And that's why these are, are the times you need to be watching these small schools people. This is what's going to make you money at the sports book in Vegas. Get in here, get educated, find out who's going to be your upset special. Go ahead, Red. Uh, no, I, I didn't mean to jump in.
3: No, that's okay. I want. Did you see who just entered the entered the uh, circle, the ring? Oh, hold on.
2: Let 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 me get his music ready. Go ahead when <laughs> you're ready, sir.
3: <laughs> it, it is going to be Mr. Old Man Cuddy has decided to. step into the uh, square circle,
2: uh, Vince. Boy, Mr. Cuddy. Mr. Cuddy Jackson, (laughs) welcome to the show. Um, What can you say? The avatar says it all. Angry, mean, and nostrils you can run the uh, Amtrak train through, boy. Welcome to the show, Cuddy.
3: You know, real quick, to to echo what you were saying, um, Vince, um, the reason why I think these smaller schools do well is because, you you know, you need seniors and you need good guard play. And a lot of these smaller schools, like you said, most of these cats are, you know, third, fourth, you know, seniors that, um, you know, have that experience. And that's why it usually goes pretty deep. The one thing I don't understand, and perhaps somebody in the room could help me to understand, to me, I'm old school, so when we, you know, you when we were playing the regular season is where it was. I mean, you you know you you got hurt. If you made it all the way through the regular season and you won, you know your division, then that to me should you should get an automatic bid. And then if you have the uh, like say the Big Ten tournament, the winner of the Big Ten tournament, if it's other than the um, regular season winner, should get an automatic bid. I don't understand why that's reversed. When, when, is, when did it change like that? You know what I'm saying? It no, make I it hear sick. you.
2: I I hear you, man. I, you know, we have really done so much to devalue regular season in these sports. You know, especially basketball. Um, I I you know I ain't got nothing to say. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, I don't know why they do it like that. Um, you know, obviously these tournaments were put together to make money. But like last night, um, you know, the team that Florida Gulf Coast was playing you know i think overall they were like 8 and 20 you know they were just one of them teams that got in the run on the tournament and was one game away from getting into the tournament with that bunk record so yeah you know yeah it's Uh, it's 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 a tough one man it's a tough one i see we got old man cuddy uh, out here uh backing up the rest of the giants crew uh he says (laughs) the giants are gonna sweep the nfc east bank on it what do you you think about that sir
3: Sweeping? We talking about so win? Oh, win every game? I don't, I don't see that happening now. I, I I think they're gonna lose at least you know one or two games, but at sweeping? I don't think so. But I definitely think it's a, the Giants division. Let me see. Frat said Redskins are going to win the division again. Thanks. No, we got that. Busa of Hell no. They not stop, They not stop drinking by Jersey Vern. Uh, R.C. said <laughs> Dallas was uh, in there. He reminded me. Chief said, "For you to fall back, Vince." And then uh, Tank Murdoch, what's up, Tank? Welcome uh, to uh, Sports Done Right. Tank said, "RG3." Um, Jersey Vern said, "Cousin sucks the big one." You like that? You like that? Uh, we got Bussa said, "Win." Uh, Jersey Vern saying, "What's up, Tank?" REC said, "If Cruz comes back healthy, he thinks the Giants will win that division." Uh, my frat brother said, "Hell no," and then he said, uh, "Jersey Vern said, oh, hell no, son, we will blow the dead out both games, not one just like last year.'" Um, and then uh, Jersey Vern said that if Cruz comes back, he feels he's going to have to take a pay cut. I, I didn't realize that. Um, I didn't know he was had a really big uh, yeah. I didn't know that either. He a- hey Jersey, how much is uh, is he counting against the salary cap? It'd be, you know, I'm just curious as to if he knows. Um, Tank said Lovey's gonna shake up the Big Ten. You know what, Tank, that's a good post. But the problem is is I think um Lovey's just too mild mannered, so I don't when you mean by shake up, I don't know if you mean by try to get some recruits because I think Jim Harbaugh is the one guy that's really shaking up the Big Ten just because he's such an a hole and um, you know, he he's just <laughs> doing stuff to to uh piss off the SEC. He's just that coach that you just want to kick get, kick his ass after a game or before a game. I don't know your thoughts on that, uh, Vince.
2: Well, you know, being the Big Ten expert here, first off, Reggie is in Michigan, people. So let's ask Reggie this: Wolverines or Spartans, sir? What what's your team there?
3: I'm a well, I'm Ohio State fan. Remember, I'm from Ohio.
2: Oh, that's Ohio. right. Yep. Let's hit it up for all you Ohio State fans. Yeah, We're I'm, just, uh, I'm who- from Ohio. So. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Um, that's
3: right. I can tell y'all firsthand. You want to talk about the biggest bunch, bandwagon, front-running fans? It's the Wolverine fans, and they call them Walmart Wolverine fans because most of the just the everybody and mama got Wolverine gear out here, and knowing damn well they ain't even finished third grade, man. Let me just tell you out here, they're the biggest bunch of runners. Um, you do get a lot of Michigan State fans, but they're pretty much a lot, most of the Michigan State people went to Michigan State. It's kind of interesting how that rolls out here. So um, I'm, of course, I'm going to say Ohio State's going to run it, the Big Ten, which they always do. It's going to be a little bit more competitive, but, you know, that's who's going to shake up is Harbaugh.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing with Harbaugh, man, because, you know, uh, obviously having the spring break practice here down in Florida at the uh, uh, IEG or whatever that camp was that he was down there, which I think was just a brilliant marketing move in terms of just – you know this today. It's all about your brand. You know, we were talking about this at, uh, you know, over at the uh, special meeting the governor was at a couple days ago. Just you know, your personal brand, how you brand yourself, as well as your mm-hmm. business. And you know, Michigan by by doing this is is getting noticed. They have a, a a real coach. They're a real program, and they're probably one of the few programs that could go down south, obviously, and take a player or two. Um, you know Alabama's still the king of the castle, but you know I, I give uh, Harbaugh credit, and to get to Lovey on on what he's gonna do, you know I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing some different things, you know, from Lovey. Um, you know uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and I think that a lot of other schools can, you know, not necessarily copy what Harbaugh is doing and and say, hey, we're gonna go to Florida too. But I think it's time for uh, coaches, athletic directors. Uh, what Harbaugh has forced upon him is to start thinking outside the box about how can we do some things differently to to make it interesting for the kids we have here and for potential rec- recruits coming down the line.
3: Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, but Harbaugh's a rare cat, man. He wears out his welcome. Even in uh, when he was at Stanford, he was at San Francisco. The guy is just a dick. I mean, just plain and simple. None of the coaches like him. Remember that game where the Detroit Lions coach wanted to beat his ass Schwartz <laughs> after the, the, he ran yeah, over. Yeah, they, just they threw didn't his shake hands? hands. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's very same way. If you watch the Michigan games, he's crying on the sideline. Um, so we'll see. You know, I wonder how long he's going to be at Michigan. But I just think Lovey's his class, cl- class personified. So I don't think he's going to get into any of that shenanigans, but I do think you're right. Lovey is going to offer um, that, that NFL experience, and I just think he's going to be able to get a lot more talented kids. He's also going to be able to talk to these inner city kids and their parents. That's where I think he's going to be able to hit home. You know, he's going to be able to keep a lot of good talent home and maybe um, bring some in.
2: Yeah, very good point. You know, uh, up in the Chicago area, they definitely got a few uh, football players up there that need to be staying home. So Lovey is uh he's gonna make a mark. Um, like I said, he he's got the connections. So uh, stay tuned. This gonna you know it just makes for another fun uh, season here in the Big Ten. However, um, let's give our boy Reggie an update here on his Cavaliers. Not looking so good tonight, Reg uh cleveland is down right now 82 to 71 with a minute and a half left in the third quarter i um, looking forward here we also got my timberwolves getting shellacked by the charlotte hornets 86 to 75 like we said cleveland's down by 11 and indiana is up by uh nine points in their game tonight as well and chicago is up early on milwaukee New Orleans up, or excuse me, trailing Sacramento. And the Clippers are up in the first quarter, 18-14 at Dallas. So there is your NBA rundown.
3: Mm, good. Uh, oh, you know what? Jersey Vern had asked me a question. He had said, why not take uh, Dollar? Jersey, if you can retype. Um, I'm, I'm sorry I missed you. You were asking why not what. Um, let's see. Uh, Jersey said they told him to either take a pay cut or uh, or get cut. And then old man Cuddy said Harbaugh was the only coach in the world that would have made that Kaepernick move. Great coach. Now, is he referring to starting Kaepernick after uh, after uh, benching? Uh, what was yeah, the court, uh, yeah, I'm
2: Alabama. sure that's what he's talking about because, you know, he rolled the dice on an unknown, and, you know, for the first couple years it worked out brilliantly. You know what, Cuddy, here's the thing.
3: I, I 100% agree with you. He is a great coach because if you think about it, my man um, took over Stanford, and back when USC he was just running things, just itching on people, and he brought Stanford in. He brought that program back out of nowhere, and Stanford was giving USC the business when he was there. Not only that, he was running the Pac-10, if I'm correct, I mean, to a point where everybody was ready for his ass to go. So he, no. he, Harbaugh is a good coach, but again – he just wears people rugged. You know, he just wears people out. They just end up can't stand in the guy. He
2: wears out his welcome very quickly. And, um, you know, he's back home at Michigan. Obviously, Michigan had been suffering. So they're going to give him a very, very long rope to work with. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. after last year, uh, he uh, surprised a lot of people. So now Michigan is poised to uh, be a top 10 team to see what they can do and also to see if they can get back on track in terms of getting the state back because, you know, up until he got there, it's all been uh, D'Antonio's land up there for the uh, Michigan State Spartans. uh,
3: You know, to be honest with you, I think he's one of the most underrated coaches, and that's D'Antonio. D'Antonio, and the reason I say that is that guy's gotten more out of uh, two- and three-star kids. kids that I mean, I never even expected them to, to do well, so... It is the Big Ten is on the rise, uh, definitely, and I'm hoping to a point where they compete, you know, pretty regularly, top to bottom, minus um, Minnesota and Illinois. If they could, uh, um you know, help us out here, we'd be straight, man.
2: <laughs> oh, he's a funny one. That's dollars and cents, but he's absolutely correct, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, Gophers, you know, the Gophers have a easier schedule next year. And, you know, the schedule is tailor-made for the Groundhogs, as uh, Cuddy and Jungle would say, to uh, make a move um, as well. But, um, folks, end of the third quarter here. Actually, four seconds left, 82-74. Still plenty of time for Cleveland to come back in this. And let's get you an update here as well. We got the Metro Atlantic Basketball Championship game uh, going on tonight. Uh, I'm waiting for a score update we have at large contenders uh keep an eye on Wichita State Arkansas Little Rock uh Monmouth which is playing Gonzaga and St Mary's as well from California uh, all those teams are uh have at least 24 wins for the season but they have some very low RPI numbers so keep an eye on those teams we are back here Iona is up 71 to 69 We are uh, we got two minutes, nineteen seconds left, and like I said, this is going right down to the wire. So, if you're looking for some entertaining basketball, flip on ESPN and uh, check this game out, man, because it is also going to be followed by the uh, uh, West Coast Conference uh, semifinal game, which is going to be Pepperdine and St. Mary's out in Las Vegas. So, hey hey, Reg, Reg, hey Vince, can I? Yeah, go ahead.
3: Um so I'm doing this uh March Madness pool. Um I coach two little league baseball teams and it's a pretty sweet pool. It's uh through the website Hoopness.com. It's a 50-50 and um it's pretty easy. If anybody would like to uh join, there's um one pool for my uh little one. It's 20 bucks and um you don't have to do that, but 20 bucks, first place gets 100 bucks, second place gets 50. But then I the, will probably go with the other one. The other one we, I have is uh, 50-50, $10 to enter. So first place gets 40%. Second place gets 10%. None of the money goes to me. It's pretty easy. Um, I would just send you the link with the password to get into the actual um, pool. And then from there, you um, come up with your own name and then your own password, and then you make the picks through the website. And um, so if anybody would be interested in, in – joining because i know most of us going to do the pool anyway it goes for a good cause and you can win cash so um let me know i will post my email address and y'all hit me up if y'all interested and i'll forward you the information like i said it's 10 bucks you can enter as many times as you want uh the rules and everything is going to be explained and you can either mail me a check or paypal and you know uh, y'all then just need to get that money in before it starts or at least before the second round. But um, so it'd be, like I said, it'd be nice if anybody wants to join it, good way to make some cash and then help out some, uh, young kids as well.
2: All right, folks. And uh, again, that is, uh, Reggie dollars and Cents Lawrence and yeah, let's uh, definitely check that out. Um, folks, cause it is that time of year. The uh, tournament is back and we are going down to the end here. We got Iona 73 mama 71, Again, the winner of this game punches their ticket. Uh old man Cuddy out there in the chat room says, let's keep it real world real word, uh, Smith. Media loved Harbaugh until he benched Alex Smith. Media loved him at Stanford and loved him at Michigan. And that's a very good point, Reggie. Let
3: me read the let's uh, um, Hmm. Let's keep it real. Media—they still do love hardball, though. I mean, they, the media still loves hardball, y'all. The man—I mean, trust me. Um,
2: well, he gives and, them a story, well, he, you know.
3: Yeah, and so even when he when he brought Kaepernick in, you know, I mean, they loved him before he brought Kaepernick in, and they like. It's funny how he could be an a-hole and a douchebag and a damn kid on the sideline. And everybody's like, oh, he's fiery and, and he's competitive. And then any other coach, you know, they're like, man, look, he does, he needs to learn how to control himself. So he's a good old boy. You know, Harbaugh brought back to, who was that, the, the Indianapolis coach, the comeback kid was his name. Remember that? So, right, you yeah. know, everybody loves the name Harbaugh.
2: Yeah, yeah, and Harbaugh almost got them Colts to the Super Bowl, too. It came up just short. It's against uh, those Steelers, man. Remember that uh, that uh, almost catch there in the end zone for that last second Hail Mary?
3: I do. I do, baby. But, you know, the Steelers had to pull that out. But, um, yeah, he that guy is an idiot. I'm not a big Harbaugh fan. He can coach his ass off, though. I'm not going to lie. He, he can coach his ass off.
2: Well, it's in the, it's in the, uh, is you know, it's in his uh, blood, man. You know, not only obviously his brother winning the Super Bowl, but um, you know, everybody knows about their father. I think down there at uh, Western Kentucky or wherever he used to coach, and you know, according to you know all the stories I've seen, their dad still, you know, they send them tape every week still, and he still helps them come up with plays. Guys, almost ninety World years baby. old.
3: You're right, and they actually Michigan has given Harbaugh a jet to use any he wants to fly wherever. Um, you know, he, uh, he gets paid a ton of cash. The other thing that's crazy is, like, you know, I had told people, I don't want to hear any more shit about Michigan uh, being the Ivy League of the Big Ten because what Harbaugh has done now is he's doing what every other college team is doing now. He's all about winning. That's all he cares about now, <laughs> going down to the SEC country, sleeping at recruits' houses, giving giving parents jobs, you know, for recruits. That's what, you know, college football is about, but not anymore. So Michigan isn't elite. They're not some uh, pristine university anymore. Let me see.
2: Yeah, see, uh, me see, well, you see old man Cuddy out there in the chat says, Dollar, you're making my point. If Alex Smith was still with the Forty ers Harbaugh would still be in San Francisco, going nine and seven, eight and eight. What you what you got to say about that, Reg? Well, from what I was
3: reading, everything is that here's the they were getting they were getting rid of his ass anyway. It was a perfect storm. Um, I, I agree with Cuddy, but the problem is is that um, Harbaugh wanted more uh, authority, and he just couldn't get. You know, he, he was. Um, Button heads with the GM and in the owner. So it, it it came down to a situation where it didn't matter what was going on. They had had enough of Harbaugh. I mean, and, you know, clearly it shows how good of a coach he is when he, he uh, turned Kaepernick into what he was. But he burned a lot of bridges, Cuddy. They hated that man in, in San Francisco. They couldn't wait for him to get out of town. And then when he had that losing season, that was it. But, Yeah um that's that's what it is and you'll see that that's kind of Harbaugh's mo he goes somewhere he's on he's good for about six or seven years and then that's it they're like i've had very,
2: enough yep yep very well said and folks uh you are rocking with vince wright sports governor here on a special monday night raw edition of sports done right we got my main man uh dollars and cents reggie lawrence in here we are giving you a little preview of our new show which is called the sports and more show we're gonna be doing this on Friday nights, kicking off at 8.30 this Friday. And uh what you what you're hearing is what you're gonna get. We're gonna get into the sports. We're gonna get into a few of the uh just kind of topic uh uh or uh the topical issues of the day. Uh, you know we're gonna be talking a lot of uh, just everything basically. You know, we'll get into a little pop culture, a little entertainment, all that fun stuff, but it all will be centered around the sports talk. So uh sports will never be too far away from us. So again, thank you for listening. Uh we appreciate it here. We're actually in the home stretch, man. We uh man, three hours has gone by real quick here, Reg. Oh,
3: Sam, I appreciate you uh letting me tag along, man. It has been going by hey, pretty
2: fast. Hey it, hey, it is what it is. And um, you know, uh real cast rangers doing their thing, man. So um uh before I take our basically our last break of the evening here um let me say this i want to personally thank jungle brother um for kind of nudging me in the direction to really trying this and giving it a shot um i i I went on his show after i discovered uh, he did this you know from uh the uh, doug stewart chat room and you know always an encouraging brother and yeah he's in here trolling and he's in here doing this and that but um jungle is real proud of uh kind of getting us all together to do these shows so first off i, I, I want to give him some applause for uh kind of getting the real cast channel together i call him the ted turner of Spreaker here so i want to say what's up to him uh jersey as well as i know those were the first two to do it the original ogs of the real cast nation and man just everybody else from uh reggie um dollars and cents on here to ninja you know gary joiner's got the everyday people show man everybody's just doing their thing man so real cast nation man keep at it let's keep doing this thing and uh just keep going forward with this bad boy man um we have iona is up 77 to 74 26 seconds left um monmouth is trying to find a way to get back in this and was just fouled so that could be interesting see what happens there and on the nba side as we could flip back over to nba tv we got to see how big reg's squad is doing um yeah they're only uh, down 88 80. 80, yeah yeah exactly man lots of time left
3: i've been telling you that you know Cutney had posted um that uh 49ers and harbaugh butted heads dollars because he wanted kaepernick management wanted alex smith that's the only problem they had with harbaugh stop sugarcoating the truth well actually if i recall how this went down is um the 49ers were actually doing very very well with alex smith and then he got hurt uh matter of fact i think he had a concussion if i'm correct and he he, he said he had a concussion and then um he they put took he he got benched or whatever the protocol and he brought Kaepernick in, if I'm right, or maybe I'm wrong on that. but So Kaepernick took the team and took them to the Super Bowl. So I guess I'm trying to understand uh, why would then the 49ers want Alex Smith after Kaepernick took them to the Super Bowl and was a throw away from winning the Super Bowl. Everything I read, and again, I could be wrong, but everything I have read is that, they did not get along with Harbaugh, and even some of the players didn't like Harbaugh it because he would ride them and ride them. And they said it was okay the first two or three, you know, a couple of years when you win it, but when you just ride and grow men, it doesn't fit too well if on a day-in and day-out basis. I could be wrong, but that's everything I read. What about you, Vince? What did you hear about uh, Harbaugh and the whole 49ers thing?
2: Well, you know, Harbaugh is a is a tough dude to to figure out. He's also a tough dude to play for. Um, from everything I've read, obviously, I don't have any contacts out there. I don't, you know, I'm not at practice. So I can only imagine that, you know, a coach like that can be hard to play for. Um, in terms of Alex Smith, uh, you know, he, he had a very good year going. There's no doubt about that. Um, unfortunate break, he gets injured. And the classic scenario, you know, the backup comes in, wows the crowd, and, you know, the rest is history. And, you know, I think Alex, um, you know, has done okay in Kansas City, but I think you're kind of seeing what Alex Smith is. And, you know, he he may be a stopgap. He may be good enough to get you to a certain level, but I ultimately do not think that he is a championship quarterback. I mean, no disrespect. Um, I'm sure he seems like a nice dude and everything, but that's just how I feel about Alex Smith. He I, he is not going to get you to the promised land.
3: No, I agree. I think yeah. I mean, look at him in Kansas City. He's going to manage, manage, manage the game, and that's it. Let me see. Ninja said management would do that for the same reason they made Mike Singletary put Alex Smith back in as a starter after Troy Smith led the team for four or five straight games and they finally got the ball to wide receivers. Kind of interesting how that is. Uh, I, You know what, Ninja, I do agree with you on the Troy Smith situation. I think he got kind of screwed over on that. So you got guys it. might be right um, when it comes to that. Um, you know, they traded Alex Smith shortly after, though, right? Um, if that was the case, why would they have traded him? You know, if, if they were in love with Alex Smith, why did he go to Kansas City? But um, I, I know Harbaugh is, is, is very difficult to deal with. So it might be, you know, you guys might be right. I'm not a big 49ers fan. I was just kind of reading some stuff, and no, it wasn't from the four-letter network. I tend to only watch ESPN when I'm watching live games. I don't watch ESPN to get any sort of information, you know, because when when you only have one source of information, you know, or one place that can dictate who says what and what, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to uh, digest and, and agree and find the truth you know, from just one single source for information. Man, Cuddy said, Dollar, how many playoff games Alex Smith won in, at uh, San Francisco? i wait. Smith was at San Francisco seven years before Kaepernick was drafted. Uh, zero playoff appearances. So is it Alex... So okay, let me ask you this, Cuddy. Is it, is it uh, Kaepernick or was it Harbaugh? Because... I'm just curious because once was Hold, on gone, one
2: second, Hold on one second, Reg. Hold uh, on one second. Caller, welcome to Sports Done Right on a Monday Night Raw edition. Who do we got on the phone? What's going on, Garbus the Microwave? Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Swerving and his Suburban himself, the Patty Cake, Patty Cake Microwave. What's up, brother?
3: Hey, ain't nothing much, man. I just wanted to say what's up to you and
5: Dollars, man let y'all know y'all doing a wonderful job right now i'm listening um i'm jumping in and out of the chat room man but i think y'all i think y'all brother's doing a wonderful job right now man
2: we appreciate that i think i got dollars on pause here from the skype setup this is the first time i've actually had multiple calls so bear with me one second i'm merging the calls um dollars are you there
3: I am. I am. All
2: right, we got the main man on here. Welcome, uh, Patty Cake. Patty Cake Microwave. Yeah,
5: what's up, dollars man? I think y'all doing a great job with this show, man. I mean, I know this is not the official show that y'all rolling out on Friday, but just as of today, like you guys sound wonderful, man. I appreciate it, fish. Appreciate it, man.
2: As do I, sir.
5: I like I like the uh, part when he was telling everybody on how we used to we used to have those battles back in the day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I got I got a ton of stories too, man. I got some good stories too, man, from back in my fraternity days as well. Not to the extent of uh, Doug Stewart, but uh, I got some juicy stuff here, definitely. And I try to take you know what a little bit of each of all of y'all, man. I've been listening to all of y'all shows, and I'm trying to feel a little bit of everybody. You know, they said, like people say, you know, it, it's not necessarily, it's okay to to borrow it, you know, it, but, you know, as long as you give other people credit. So, you know, all you guys have great shows, and, and, and I'm just trying to utilize different pieces and avenues. So I appreciate it.
5: Yeah, man, no doubt. And I think you and Dove are, are a great fit together, um, as long as you don't say nothing about Mike Thomas. Um, but anyway, y'all keep doing y'all thing. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. I'm gonna let y'all go and I uh, keep getting at it, man. I just wanted to call in and give y'all some props. I wasn't Thanks. sure if I'd be able to call in and, and not mess the show up, but I just wanted to call and give y'all props verbally. Um much respect for what y'all doing, man. Uh, and y'all keep y'all keep y'all keep making it do what it do, man
2: hey well fish yes, man sir. you you and jersey set this set the bar high man we're gonna try and get this on the, the Stewart media and entertainment network and who knows maybe one day i can finally uh afford a suburban to go swerving in
5: yeah well gov, <laughs> gov, we already know um you know your security details robbing the suburban i don't know what they got you riding in they might still have you riding the old limos but um you know gov, you're gonna do your thing <laughs> You know hey, we're gonna reelect you for governor, and 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 you gonna be you gonna be in a suburban soon
2: enough. Baby. Hey, fish, I appreciate I'll be, that. i be driving it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, <laughs> let, let me let me say this. Um, at first off, fisher, I appreciate that. Stick around because um, when we come back from the next break, the gov has a very very special message uh, regarding the uh, election of the sports governor for 2016. And I'm definitely looking for a a, a very interesting gentleman. Uh, I guess he goes by Woody, but we'll see what happens.
5: Well, oh, yeah, well, I, I'll be definitely tuning in. I'll be definitely tuning in, guys. Um, Dollars, man. I, like I said, man, I think you guys are a great combo. Um, you know, and y'all just keep y'all. I think y'all need to make it grow. Y'all push this. Push push what y'all are doing. You both have your own platforms. You know, and you're both doing something together, man. It's something that people can't take away from. So do your thing. I'm a holler at y'all. I got my I got, I got my ears on. I'm still doing research for the show. And um, uh, man, one love,
3: one love, one love, baby. Hey, Jersey, uh, let me. Uh, um, just a couple of things real quick. So I just wanted to be clear, Ninja and, and Cuddy. I agree. I agree one hundred percent that Kaepernick got screwed. And Alex Smith has been a journeyman quarterback forever. And I agree in a, a situation like um, uh, Bradford gets a ton of money and he's been hurt way more than RG3. You know what I'm saying? And then, But meanwhile, RG3 can't get a sniff. I, I, I'm not debating any of that. I'm just saying that, like, you know, when you're talking about Harbaugh and, and just before, his history is to, to wear people out. But other than that, you you got have no disagreements about me, and you know I agree with you on the black quarterback. It, you know it is what it is, unfortunately. So hopefully Kaepernick will prove whoever wrong and get in a good situation. Um, that you know that's my thoughts on that.
5: I mean, well as far as far as Colin Kaepernick goes, Dal, when you really look at it, I'm not sure if he's going to get a fair shake because he's already he's already now been painted as like a little a little, slightly towards the negative side and the positive side because before anything happened with the 49ers, he said, oh, well, you know, I want to leave. As soon as Chip Kelly got yeah. there, he said he want to leave and he want to go play for the Jets. And then you got people like Brandon Marshall going out there and endorsing Ryan Fitzpatrick making it look like, oh, well, we don't want you over here. And now Colin Kaepernick looks back. He's left holding the bag. You know what I'm saying? So so um, I – Hopefully he can land into, into a good situation, but, you know, it, it depends on who's his coach. It depends on who his coach is. Um, Colin Kaepernick yeah. to me is a starting quarterback. Um, the same way I feel like RG3, it, a healthy RG3 is a starting quarterback, but I think, you know, Kaepernick more so. Um, and it, it depends, it depends on who's going to give him a shot, right? You know, right now, Dollar's like, he can easily get railroaded out of the league and end up, in a spot where he he's somebody's backup, you know what I mean. End up getting washed away.
3: You know, fish. Here's what I the other problem I got, man, and it pissed me off is is that Brandon Marshall, of all people, this is the same dude that was taken up for uh, Jay Cutler, who's been one of the biggest busts and one of the biggest a holes. You know, he grabbed one of his players. Players wanted to kick his ass many times, and Marshall backs Jay Cutler but then throws Kaepernick under the bus. It was just kind of interesting how that worked out. You know, well, and I guess also my, my thoughts is real quick is man, man. if anything, man, you got to let your, your your agent do the talking, Cap. And I could be wrong, but I'm just saying now he just he just got played and he didn't even need to get played. I think that was bad, you know. Um, I hope he gets another well, job. but what were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you off.
5: I'll, no, you're good. You're good. You, got, you didn't get to I'll just finish your thoughts. I think Brandon Marshall is a better receiver than Kaepernick is a quarterback, um, and that's True. just yeah. my personal yeah. opinion. You know, and, and, and with that being said, I don't think that he really was trying to trash um, Kaepernick. But if you ever notice, just like you said, um, Brandon Marshall, he'll back whoever's his quarterback. When it was True. Jake Cutler, he waved he waved a little pom pom for Jake Cutler. When it was Geno Smith, and and he had a little situation with um, IK. He backed Geno Smith, and then once once Fitzpatrick started balling out, now you know Fitzpatrick is his quarterback, and he started and he started backing him too. Brandon Marshall, and to his credit, he's never going to be one of going to openly come out there, kind of like Andre Johnson. They're never going to come out there and openly bash their quarterback, you know. But Brandon Marshall is, is he, he's going to wait for pom poms as opposed to Andre. Uh, Andre Johnson, who just won't, you know, say anything negative. So, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, what do you think?
3: Well, I think that Brandon Marshall didn't even have to say anything. He could have been like, you know, we got a quarterback, and we've been very happy with uh, Fitzpatrick. Like, I don't understand why Marshall decided he wants to say, we don't need him here. Just don't say anything. If somebody asks you, you know, we all I can speak of is the quarterback we got right now. I mean, because it's hard enough for black black folks and black quarterbacks to get, you know, a gig and, and instead of just kind of, you know, he he could have just took a different approach to it, and and in my personal opinion.
5: I mean, well, uh, but it, not to play devil's advocate, dogs, but is that really something bad to say, we don't need him here? Is it really well, saying not, that we don't want him here, or is it just saying, like, we good with where we at? We, you know, we good with what we got.
3: Well, did somebody else just say that he threw him under the bus? I didn't say, Mark. You know, I just thought that you know it paints Kaepernick in a—I wouldn't say in a bad light, but Dag, you know, he he wanted to come to New York, and then all of a sudden, you know, one of the better players, like, nah, we don't need you here. And then I'm like, ooh, immediately, yeah, thought, I'm, I'm, like, I, I feel
5: you on that though. I, I I totally agree on that aspect of it. Like, I totally agree on that. But I mean. I don't know, man. You know, Kaepernick got better. like I told like I, I thought that they would the forty nine would have gotten rid of Kaepernick instead of him looking to be traded because I felt like they benched him so they could still get some type of value back on the trade as far as just continue to play him in that offense that didn't wasn't wasn't you know, built for his talents and shit, the lack of players on top of that. And then he's left holding the bag to say, okay, well, look, I'm the one taking the blame for all that. So then it would have been harder for them to get rid of him had they continued to play him. But, I mean, from what, I, from what I've seen, Chip Kaepernick wants to keep him. Have,
3: have you heard anything different? Nope. I didn't hear anything different. I think that Kaepernick just can't stand the, the GM. He just felt that the GM just totally backstabbed him. I mean, that's kind of what, I mean, everything I've been reading. And I was reading that he, you know, Kaepernick wanted him. It's not like um, or, um, it's not like the head coach has any more, you know, pull as far as um, in play decisions. So I thought it was yeah. going to be a good fit. It kind of this surprised me. What about you, Vince? Were you surprised with how it all went down in uh,
2: San Francisco? I'm like, what the hell's going yeah, on, you know, on? You know, yeah, a little just- bit. Uh, you know, I was a little bit surprised, but you know, it is what it is, man. And you know, I think it has definitely worked out for everybody involved, except the San Francisco Forty ers ironically. So, you know, they they got a big year this year to see if they can start rebuilding and uh, kind of getting back to the glory days. Uh, you know, obviously they've, they're they rocking a new stadium now. So, um, you know, that's going into year two. But after this year, that kind of wears off with the fan base. They're going to have to do something. Um, let me ask you guys this real quick. Um, I was reading another story here on the Oakland Raiders. Um, you know, real quick, uh, Fish, what do you think is going to happen with Oakland, man? Are they going to get a new stadium or are they going to wind up going either back to L.A. or wherever?
5: Um, <clears throat> if you ask me what I think they should do is take the money and rebuild in Oakland. What I think mm-hmm. they will do is go to L.A. because they don't want to have the Rams being the new show in town. They want to go in there and get some of that money. I can't see them going anywhere else other than LA. Like they're not I don't think they're going to go to San Diego. Um I, I, where so now, I think, Yeah, where we, does
2: that leave the Chargers? Then if you got the if you got the Raiders coming in, we already got the Rams there. You know, obviously oh, the Chargers
5: are gone. The Chargers are going to LA, I think.
2: Are we going to wind up with Yeah, you? I think so. So are we saying the possibly three teams gentlemen in LA? I
5: think there's a possibility. I think there's a possibility, but I think what ended up happening is we'll have two teams in LA Gov and one team is going to take the extra money to rebuild in their city, and that's either going to be you know obviously there's only two teams that can make that choice, but I think we're going to have either of the two teams, whether it be um, San Diego or Oakland, one of them is going to go to LA and the other one is going to take their money and stay in their city.
2: I hope it's. I think it, I, might, I think I it may be
5: Oakland.
2: Yeah, I hope it's Oakland too, man. I mean, you know, hey, I I respect what the Raiders did in L.A. I respect how they were part of the fabric down there, part of the community, the black community. Um, you know, we've seen the thirty for thirty by Ice Cube. You know, talking about what the Raiders meant to Los Angeles during that time. But I grew up I'm an older guy. I grew up with the Oakland Raiders. I watched the Oakland Raiders beat my Minnesota Vikings in the Super Bowl as a kid. Um the last time the Vikings were in a Super Bowl. So for me exactly. it's you know, it's and it's if you the look Raiders. At it, Gov, yeah, go ahead, it, boss.
5: I'm sorry to cut you off, um, Gov, but if you look at it, um Oakland is on fire right now, you know, in like the Bay Area because of Golden State as well. So they can just take the money and rebuild and stay right where they're at, and have and, and, and try to get the whole Bay Area popping because uh, Oakland is, is starting to look better as a football organization, you know, as a whole because of Derek Carr. Now they got Amari Cooper, Davious yep. Murray, you know, so they're starting to build a little bit of a foundation. If they can continue to, to improve, they can be back on the map. And then there's already um, Golden State out there in the Bay Area, and they can, you know, they don't need to be back in L.A. Is, is, is what I'm saying. You know, if they choose to be back there, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it should, like, like I agree with you. I think it should stay where they are. Um, Dallas, what about you? What do you think Oakland should do?
3: You know, if if it was a daddy, and you know how um, Mr. Davis back in the days didn't fuck around. If you looked at him sideways, he would sue you. So I think yep. if his dad was here, man, he would have pushed him to go to Vegas he would have sued their ass to go to Vegas. I think Oakland should go to Vegas. But, you know, we probably should know that ain't going to happen. But um, mm-hmm. I, I'm in agreement with you, Fish. I think they should stay in Oakland. They got a franchise quarterback. Like you said, they got Murray. They got a good team that's watchable. So I think they should get a, you know, work to rebuild a state, you know, get a new stadium out there and stay there and let San Diego go to L.A. That, that's what I think they should do. If you can't get Vegas, you know, then you should uh, rebuild. Right because Oakland the Raiders is Oakland. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You don't think about the Raiders without Oakland.
5: Exactly. Yeah. Do either one of you think do either one of you think if Oakland stays that San Diego will stay?
2: Here's the problem, man. I think
3: San Diego's going go to
2: go LA. Yeah, yeah, here's the problem. L- or just California in general. Very liberal place. Um, the politics of the state do not dictate that they give any money for, you know, sports stadiums. That was the issue there because, you know, this is the last season that Golden State is playing in Oakland. They move into a brand-new arena back over in San Francisco next year, and that has caused kind of a little, uh, um, you know, not only cultural divide but a little city divide out there in the Bay Area between Oakland and Frisco. But they don't give public money, and, you know, that's why the 49ers had to go down to Santa Clara, um, that's why Oakland cannot get any money right now to, to fix the, the, you know, I still call it the the Coliseum. Um, but, you know, it's a horrible stadium for football. It ain't much better for baseball, even though they did remodel. You know, I, 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 them I hope million, they can dog. find a way. I hope they can find a way, Fish, because Oakland needs to be in Oakland. And if I was going to
5: give them $10, 10 million to stay where they were, and if I was going to give Oakland $10 million to stay where they were, and the same thing. San Diego, they're getting them ten million rebuilding funds. Um, if, if they stay where they were,
2: hey, fish, let me do this, man. And I hate to cut you off because we got a great topic here, but let me, um, I'm gonna let you go for a minute because I'm gonna get us the break because I got to get back and handle this, um, election brouhaha that is oh, yes, up. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. So I, I just want to leave myself enough time to deal with uh, big Frida. And uh, Woody the Woodpecker from Mississippi, who apparently wants to come north here. But folks, ladies, and gentlemen, I just wanted to say uh, again, thank you to John Fisher, and make sure you tune in right after this because we're going to be cooking with the microwave tonight too, Fish.
3: All right,
5: all right. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I think it was you and um and Woody. I don't know if uh your homeboy he. I don't know if he if he made it if he made it to the secondary. So anyway, Gov, do your thing, man. Handle your business. Y'all need you to roast him. Bring that chopper out like you got in the chat room, man. Do your thing, man. Peace, dollars. Y'all keep doing your thing.
2: All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And let's do this, folks. We're going to take a break. Um, we will be right back after this tune we will be back with dollars uh we got about a about a four minute five minute break here and then folks we're gonna wrap it up because there's only gonna be just a few minutes left we went three hours tonight with the monday night raw edition of sports done right so keep it tuned here me and dollars and cents big reggie lawrence will be right back after this break Run.
7: Yeah.
0: and all delegates the governor of sports talk radio cordially invites you to stay connected to sports done right join the conversation in the sports done right group chat on facebook or follow us on twitter at the big smooth one that's the big smooth the number one on twitter the mvp of online sports talk radio is here sports done right now let's get back to the show
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of year again. That's right, the sports governor. Hey, man, what can I say? I am leading all polls, and I have a 99% approval rating, and I'm not going to stand by on my laurels. I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to earn the respect of everybody out here in the real cast Nation. So let's start with this fool from the Delta down in the Mississippi. Thank you very much to the band. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we're wrapping it up here. uh, Nine minutes left of the show. Sports done right. A special Monday Night Raw edition. We got our main man on the phone. We got Reggie Dollars and Cents Lawrence. Reggie, give me just a couple minutes here because I got to speak on a couple fools if you don't mind, sir.
3: Yeah, man, I got your back, brother. Handle your business.
2: All right, and away we go. Ladies and gentlemen, there's uh, some fool who's been out here trolling your sports governor by the name of Woodrow or Woody, uh, Woody L. Wood. We call him Woody the Woodpecker. Um, I think the last name says everything you need to know about Woody. But, it, hey, he will, he's coming after me. And as I said yesterday on the Jungle Brothers show, this fool can bring it. He can meet me at the borders of this state. Nobody is taking the sports governorship. I am duly elected, often imitated, never duplicated. And let me tell you something, Woodrow, you come on up this way and get some. You can meet me at that St. Paul River you keep talking about. I think the rest of the country calls it the Mississippi River, but I digress. And as for you, Big Frida, daddy's little girl, The Gov is right here as well. So you want a piece of me. Don't forget, folks, The Gov was born in Chi-Town, Chicago, West Side I know how to do politics, and I know how to do it gangster style, home of Capone, home of the El Rukins. So if you want to get down and dirty with the gov, we can go that way as well. You want to keep it above board, we can do that. Either way, you ain't winning, chump. You just ain't winning. So with that being said, and since we only have a couple minutes left here, I digress. There's going to be plenty of time for the politics, but let me get my main man Reggie back in here, dollars and cents um dollars we got about six and a half minutes left in the show tonight so let me do this my friend let me give you a few minutes here and um let you wax poetic on what you see um whatever you want to talk about brother um i see the chat room's got a little mcnab chat going here so um what do you think reg what do you got to say um man you know i'll
3: just kind of finish up with the i'm looking at the chat here, here let's see here Brady has a few rules. And, you know, I said that they've made a couple changes for Brady, like the tuck rule. Also, if I'm correct, um, they changed the rule because the cat's going down low, allegedly, at the knees. I think that was a Brady rule. Um, I would not say McNabb is a Hall of Famer. Uh, He just doesn't have the stats, in my opinion. But he he didn't even have – he had one Super Bowl appearance, right? Is that right, Vince? Was it one? And if it went for Terrell Owens, okay. I'm going to say no on that as far as McNabb. Um, I like him. Uh, I thought the brother was uh, very good. He actually did better than I thought he was going to coming out of Syracuse. Um, that's pretty much about it. You know, I was just going to say, man, one thing is that um, I thought was really neat is that, you know, Grego and, and you and, and fish and, and all the other brothers. It's nice to hear y'all talking about, you know, I'm at my, my child's practice. I'm taking my, my daughter here. And it's, it's just a good, to Good to hear African American men take care of their children. You know, because far too much is that. You know, we get a bad rap as far as that we don't take care of our kids, and you know, we do this and that. So I just want to say commend y'all for um, handling y'all business. Um, the second thing is is you know I, I learn each and every time that I uh, listen to the different shows, and I always say you know it's not necessarily what you say, it's how you say it. And yeah, we all talk trash, but it's all fun. You know, I'm definitely learning more and more from every one of y'all, especially uh, that ninja. Um, and then, you know, that that's pretty much it, man. You, you know, when, in order to make change, we got to do things. You got to vote. You know, you got to get out and, and sure exercise do. our right, man. Yep. Hey, you know, and and, 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 well and, and and as black folks, we, we got to stick together. I mean, more importantly, we have got to stick together. And once we have wealth, we have got to learn to share the wealth and, and pull each other up from the bootstraps.
2: Well said, sir. Well said. And, oh, by the way, I got my my old fraternity brother, Rick Kamla, here on uh, NBA TV. Uh, Rick, old college roommate of mine. Obviously, uh, you guys know him from uh, hosting his radio show, The Game, down there, 92.7 in the ATL. But, unfortunately, the Cavaliers do fall to the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, 106 uh. to 103. Sorry, dollars, it's just not meant to be tonight, my man.
3: Whatever. All right. I think the patience beat the first, too. So anyway, uh, man, I'm out. I got okay. <laughs> right. to go. Okay. Well, hey.
2: Me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this here. Uh, we only got about three minutes left, so I just wanted to take a quick minute. Um, again, I wanted to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, my main man, uh, Ronald Cameron, up there in uh, Duluth, Minnesota, Big RC in the chat room. Um, As Cuddy says, the right choice as another Minnesota candidate. Um, RC, thank you for hanging out, and we really look forward to getting you on the phone line so we can talk boxing and hear your voice. And, oh, folks, RC is also going to have his own show coming on Spreaker as well, so keep an eye out for that. One of the other things I wanted to do is, again, Friday night, 830 Central, we're going to do this again. And, again, the Sports & More show will make its official debut We kind of gave you the uh, soft launch here tonight. And again, I want to thank Reggie for coming up with this idea, folks. This was all Reggie. He's the one that put the wheels in motion. And then as we got to talking and, you know, obviously, like I said earlier, we got a lot in common. Um, I'm just looking real forward to this. So, Reggie, thank you for, again, the idea of this. And, man, let's go take it to the people
3: all right brother thanks a lot for having me man look forward i'll see you on friday and i'll let you know how
2: this concert goes all All right right, man yeah he's going yeah the fallout boy concert he's got to take his kids to hey man i i you know i like fallout boy one of the few bands that actually play their instruments and you know if you like some decent rock music fallout boy ain't bad yes sir all right reg i'll let you go here i'll finish up well um, you have a great night and give my best to your family sir
3: Uh, You too, brother. Talk to you
2: later. Tell Sid
3: the Kid good luck. All right,
2: man. Peace. Peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host, the one and only Dollars and Cents. All right. We are down to the last couple, about the last minute here. Again, let me thank everybody. RC, Grego, Jungle Brother, um, Sluggo, uh, Togo was out there. Team Togo, Uganda, uh, Big Tank, Tank Murdoch down in Kentucky. Dollars and cents to co-host, man. Thank you all so much. Special edition of Sports Done Right here on Monday Night Raw. Power, power, power. What can I say, folks? Again, I am the sports governor, the one and only sports governor. Often imitated, never duplicated. Make sure you keep it tuned here. We will be back tomorrow for a regular edition of Sports Done Right Big Ten tournament preview coming up. We're also going to be talking about the Gophers. Make sure you check out the Sports Done Right Facebook page as well. And make sure you're following me, The Big Smooth, at The Big Smooth 1. Folks, thank you very much. Have a great night.
0: Unconquered, unbounded, undefeated. You finally got it right. Sports Done Right. Check us out right here on Spreaker every Tuesday night with your host, The Big Smooth, Vince Wright. You can keep up with all the latest breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right group chat on Facebook. It's about time you got your sports done right.